Good morning and welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting here with Jeff Loggeman, Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Waynes, bringing it to you. Good morning. Morning, boys. Morning. Morning. Everybody good? Everybody's Man. all in one piece? Yeah. It's all good. As far as yeah. I can tell, yeah. nothing's falling off so far. Geek falling off? <laughs> the, uh, I don't know about you guys, but um, my phone is, is already lit up. People are wanting to know info. Info? Uh, oh, yeah. About, info about oh, what? Yeah, well, what uh, could it be? I mean, from fishing Mayport Creeks to mm-hmm. Cedar Key. Yeah, I saw the Cedar yeah. Key. Yeah. 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 I saw the lures thing from uh, and, Bill Holly. And we're, we're, we're going get to get to all that. But the first thing we've got to mention, man, how about the pictures on our Facebook page uh, that just got posted in like, like seconds ago? Seconds. seconds, mere seconds, mere seconds. No, this is like this, like updated, good stuff. Captain Kirk caught a sailfish yesterday. Oh! Yeah, those are those are really good pictures. And too, the man. pictures, who took those pictures, Kirk? Uh, you didn't take them. No, no, Lee. Um, <laughs> we know better. Lee took those. Uh, <laughs> works with Lighthouse Electric. He he is phenomenal on the camera. He was I mean, on the video the whole time. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, man. those those it's, it's it's awesome. He did a good job. And you know the incredible thing. We had three of them on. What? Three. Yeah. Three yeah, well, sailfish yesterday? Three. So there's, I was like, you got to be kidding. There's there's a thermocline, an upwelling to the south. Okay. Um, Just south of Matanzas on the beach is five, six degrees colder. Okay. So what that what that's doing, and again, what we've learned over the years is you fish on the other side of that that break, and that break is, is pushing those fish to the north. And that's where all it's, you know, like the sailfish I caught last week is was to the northeast. Kirk was to the north. So those all those fish are pushing north right huh. now. How were you northeast of Bayport? I actually went northeast, and the water was so dirty up there from RL out to BB. Uh-huh. I had to turn. I called the uh, um, Jonathan Moran, who runs the pilot boat, mm-hmm. was running out the deep fish, and he said, "Kirk, I'm I'm two miles southeast of Nine Mile, and there's blue water." Mm-hmm. So I turned around all the way from BB and ran all the way to the south, you know, another, what, get nine that, miles? That, that pretty water, yeah. To get in that pretty water. And that's where those fish are. They're right on Kirk, the edge that, of it. That, yeah. that water right there, I mean, folks, if you haven't seen it, go to our Facebook page, okay, Outdoor Show, The Outdoor Show, and check out these pictures because the water is phenomenal. It's spectacular. It? Yeah. yeah and it's, so the fish, fish are beautiful when they're lit up like that. Mm-hmm. And, and this selfish is completely lit up. Yeah. And it's in... A pristine kind of tropical water. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, we don't we don't get that very often. No, you know, and you know, and, and, and when so you funny. do, you get that feeling of you know we could catch a sailfish. Well, I told him that as yeah. soon as we pulled into it, and yeah. we and I could see the I could see the rip, and I said, "Dang it, there it, there it is." It took us two hours to really find it mm-hmm. to get out to where we got into that really good clean water. And when we we got there, I said. This looks like sailfish water, just like that. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think we'll catch fish here because at that point, all we'd caught is barracudas. I mean, we we're wearing the barracudas. Did you catch out. anything besides the sailfish? Yeah, we fish? caught kingfish. Nice kings. Nice. Some nice kings. Now that's true, folks. If check it out, go to our mm-hmm. Facebook page Beautiful. while you're there, like it, and check out the sailfish pictures because, uh, yeah, that's tremendous. Uh, what I was talking about though, we we got a question from is it Bill? Yeah, yeah Bill. Yeah, Bill. Uh, Bill is headed to Cedar Key this week. He said he's bringing a pole to fish off the docks. Any tips for bait lures? Never shore fished on the West Coast. There's not a ton of shore to fish. No, there's not. On the West Coast. They're really in its shallow. Yes. 
Now, I know that when we went to, um, what was that doggone thing? Over near Cross City. What's that little town over there, Kevin? Golly, I can't even. Horseshoe Beach. Horseshoe, yeah. yeah. Horseshoe, so Steen Hatch, East Yeah, when you got a yeah, horseshoe, kind of similar. you could walk around. You could walk around the edge back towards this like a little creek. It was like a slough. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't but about a foot and a half, two feet deep. It's very shallow. So I don't, I don't know what you can do over there, really. Yeah, because you know, like um, I was just like thinking, like like Swanee Shores, uh, there is no access to saltwater. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean, because it's all right. It's, it's it's where the Swanee River goes out into the Gulf. So all of the well, houses. Cedar, Cedar Key's a little different. Cedar, Cedar Key is right on. It's out in, in the it, Gulf. It's out in the Gulf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Maybe somebody's been and over I, there could tell. I, us, I mean, I've been know. there one time and fish, and I'm trying to. Uh, you know, it, it seems like yeah, Jeff. There might be some docks and stuff to fish around there. Sure. But, um, you know, I, I, just your typical artificial lures that we would normally throw. Mirror yeah, lure or something. Yeah, mirror lure, soft can, plastics. Obviously, if you can get some live bait, I mean, it's if you can get some shrimp. Yeah. And if you got access to the docks, mm-hmm. I'd be trying to find a sheep's head. But I don't no know. Question. If, I don't know if they come up on the docks there on the Gulf or not. I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know how deep the water is or yeah. what it looks like right now. I know that, you know, Steen Hatchie was flooded. So you, you would have to think that, that Cedar Key in those places. Same thing. Yeah, it would be the same thing. I mean, we're, because Cedar Key lies between Swanee and Crystal River. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we're Steen Hatchie. It's further north. Right. Okay. All the reports are about Steen Hatchie because, first of all, they were flooded before the tropical storm Fred went through there. Yeah. And they say that for like the scalloping. You've got to go offshore a good ways mm-hmm. because they said that the water clarity is terrible. So the water clarity at Cedar Key, I guarantee, is going to be the same one. I, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, what does that mean? I mean, I I think yeah. you're you might struggle a little bit just because I, I, I of took, that. I took a gentleman fishing on Thursday that lives in Steenhatchie, and he said they didn't get much hardly from bread. Really? Yeah. Huh. huh. Yeah. I know. I was. I was quite shocked. Yeah, when really. He said that. He said, "Nope." He said, "We didn't. We didn't get much at all." But is he said that are they still flooded? He said it's gotten better. Okay. You know. Um. So it. it I mean, he didn't sound like alarmed or yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. He just like, no, we didn't really get much from it. So. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I, how about how about New England and New Jersey, man? They're getting get ready it? to get hammered. They're getting ready to get hammered. Really? I mean, you. When's the last? Do you ever have you ever seen a direct hit from a hurricane? In New England? No, well, I, this didn't, is, I didn't know. And, and it's actually, oh, you haven't seen this? No, I oh, haven't it's awesome. I mean, oh, my oh, God. Oh, it's going to hit the uh, the Hamptons. Yeah. Yeah, dude, uh, this thing. This the thing, east end of all Long Island? Yep. Oh, 60, boy. 70 mile an hour winds. Yes, sir. Start oh, talking 80 Category now. one. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are so not ready for that. They're so not ready for no. that. No, that's what I'm saying. I, Chris, I've never, I, and you know me, I'm a, I'm a Weather Channel junkie. I mean, yeah. I, I sit here and look at it, and it's and, and I'm looking at it. I've kept up with this hurricane. It's like. Um, but anyway, if you see that, Jeff. Henry, Hurricane Henry. It's, it's Andre. Andre. Andre, yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Oh, that ain't Andre. Hey, listen, it's, it's hitting the Hamptons. It's got to be something. I'm just, I'm just telling H-E-N-R-I. you. H-E-N-R-I. Uh-huh. No, it's Andre. Uh, Andre. That's Henry. Uh, no, it's Andre. That's Andre. Oh, no. It is Andre. Andre. Andre will be crashing into the Hamptons very soon. So that's what happened, though. There ain't a redneck in our area that's sitting there going, he's saying this. they're saying the same yeah. thing I am. Yeah, dude, I dude, that's Henry. 
I, I'm like Chris. I heard it on the Weather Channel. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Come on, So man. that's that's kind of the perfect storm scenario, though, correct? Well, the perfect storm was, remember, the low came out of Canada, and it right. it did a loop. Right. But the, but there was a hurricane somewhere that, that I, they all collaborated. Yes, and, I yeah. think so. Well, yeah. what's yeah. happened is you got a low pushing down from Canada uh-huh. that's pushing it pushing it to the to the east, mm-hmm. but it's holding it from going too far west. And then you've got a high pressure that's coming off of what? What is that? Uh, green uh, Greenland. Greenland that's dropping down and it's holding it, so it's going to go in no, a straight no, line. The, the other Greenland. I don't think that that's not Greenland. What's up it, there? It's you know, we got Nova Scotia, but maybe it's Nova Scotia then. So, but the crazy thing about this hurricane, Jeff, is it's it, is it started out in the middle of the ocean? Yeah. You know, it didn't. Bermuda. It, 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 yeah, started. In, and they thought it was going to pizzle pizzle out. Yeah, started in Bermuda, and kind of just did circles. Yeah. And but as it continued now to do it's circles, got a little direction and a little bit of little mm-hmm. strength, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember we came out of the inlet the other day, and I'm like, "What the what?" I'm like, "Where's this groundswell coming from?" Yeah. And then somebody said, "There's a hurricane out there," and I'm like, "What?" Yeah. And then I looked at it on my phone. I'm like, "This thing's done a complete circle around Bermuda." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was- there's been some pretty good waves lately. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's, it's right off our coast. I mean, hundreds of miles. But yeah, it's way, yeah. way, way away. Yeah, that kind of piddled out yesterday. It's almost mm-hmm. due east of uh, the eye that I'm looking at right now. Almost due east of the South Carolina North Carolina that's right. border. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's that right there. I mean, and it's headed straight north to the ha- to the Hamptons. Yeah, I mean, that's what they're saying. New York City's in the cone oh. to, to to Boston. I mean that, yeah, yeah. Oh no, oh, they're running around up there. <laughs> They've been running around anyway. I, I'm just of saying, uh, Kirk, in your lifetime, can you? Uh, well, you know, it was uh, Sandy. That's well, the one that went to New York. Yeah, right. Which, yeah, but that wasn't even a hurricane. No, it was a tropical storm, yeah, right? Yeah, but this is this is going to be a direct hit. Well, that storm was from, in October. Yes, because, it was. Because I, I remember. Was I was too. Yeah, Larry and I were in uh, Kentucky. Yep, I was in Indiana. And Don, yep. and it snowed. Yes, it did the same thing in Indiana. And it freaking snowed, yep. buddy. Yep. That was a wicked storm. Yep, that's that's that that's absolutely correct. I, I remember that. Vividly. I'll never forget that hunting yeah. trip. That was that was that year I killed that buck with my bow. All right, so I'm looking at Hurricane Henry, and it is. <laughs> I can't say Henri, dude. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, mean, I just said it, but I mean it's. <laughs> Looking at the track, I mean, yeah. I mean, the cone basically goes from New York City to Boston, and it's uh, predicted to be a hurricane by 2 a.m., or actually, uh, right now it's a tropical storm, I guess, and it's supposed to be a hurricane soon. 2 a.m. Sunday, they should be feeling the impacts on Long Island. I mean, the entire length of Long Island, New York, is right smack dab in the cone. Yeah, and they have no, no. I mean, you t- just they have no tide I, I, I just there. don't. I, what kind of water temperature do they have there, Jeff? I mean, you've obviously New York. I mean, in, in the summertime, what's high, their water temperature? I mean, uh, I, I didn't really pay that much attention right, to it. You know, like as far as like the number, because I was going fishing whether the water was cold or warm. Right, I understand, but I just I, I just don't know what you know to to fuel it. Kirk, you know what I mean? We always think about 82, 83, 85. Yeah. Um, and if it's in the 70s and they're calling for it to strengthen as it goes up, which is, I think, kind of kind of strange. Yeah, I imagine there's some warmer water to the south. Right. Once it gets up that far, I know the water cools off. I know when we went to Boston a couple of years ago, it was 
I wonder if there was coal. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, mean, I mean, you know, Martha's Vineyard and places like that. Mid-60s, I think. Yeah. yeah. what I want to think. Yeah. I mean, you just yeah. don't, you don't think about hurricanes hitting there. Right. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, they're basically saying a hurricane warning is in effect for the entire length of Long Island. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what's going to happen, don't you? What? Sharknado. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. It it's is. Push it, all the great whites up into the. That's inlet. hey. That's that's be up in the that's Hudson the home River. of Jaws can, right there. Can, 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 can I? am telling you. Can I admit something Shark to you guys? Nato. Yeah. So last Saturday, got home. It was a little at the middle of the afternoon, right? I didn't have much to do, and we had talked about Jaws, and I said, you know what? I'm going to watch Jaws. And so I put turned on Netflix and I watched the real movie right you know no commercial breaks no the real thing so good dude it spooked the hell out of me again i swear it did i watched it again the other day too i i I did it was on some i can't remember what station it was on but it was uninterrupted i was watching it unbelievable and i I, I happened to catch like the last 30 minutes yeah you know when they're chugging along yeah yeah and they're taking on water yeah quince and they're just giving it the gas you know yeah and they're getting angry at each other yeah from that point to the three barrels to the end you know the barrel and it was in in there's that one point in that movie by the way and when those eyes to where they're smoking and taking on water yeah and the shark is following them okay and you can see clearly that the rope is leaving the boat and it's Dragging the barrels. Yeah. You can see the rope. Yeah, right. Okay, but I guess they just assume that you can't see it. Yeah. But, I mean, if you really look, you can actually you know, see but, okay, so that the barrels are being towed by the boat. Chris, 1976? Is that correct? No, it's no, earlier. Earlier than that. 74? It's like 73, 74. 73, okay, 74. so so this is my question, all right? And I'm sitting here telling my wife this because I'm telling you, man. I'm sitting there watching this. Okay, this, this movie is flipping scary. Man. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, it, it, let's just say 74, I would have been eight. I went to the movie theater, guys, to watch this movie. Wow. Yeah. Okay? Yep. That's how we watched it. Yep. Eight years old. What? No wonder I was scared. I was scared <laughs> now. I'm I mean, never going and to I, the I, water. I was scared, and I've seen it you know, 25 times. Yep. And I'm sitting there going, I was, the movie was rated PG. Oh, how yeah. How could that be? Because uh, we were tougher then. I guess I That's did. Right. There you go. Let That's me tell right. you, I can I, 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 every scene. Wimps. I can remember people screaming in the theater. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah. When that head pops out of the boat. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, the whole theater. You know, and who and did that movie? By who? Steven like Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 That was his first big one. I mean, that's that, a good it's, one. It's an, I mean, that's just it, it. You watch that, and you're just like, man, this is when when Quint's getting eaten. Oh, yeah. And they're crunching down on him? Oh, yeah. yeah, and the blood's just yeah. pouring out of his mouth. Yeah, it's yeah, just gurgling yeah. Blood. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah what a great Eight movie. years old? What am I doing? What are you doing, <laughs> Mom and Dad? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember I was surfing. No wonder I never went surfing hardly right. again. Kirk, you know? Stay off Kirk the beach, was 18. Yeah. I was 18 in Cocoa Beach okay. living with Kate. No, we weren't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we were in the van. So anyway, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I remember it True cleared, it cleared the beaches. Oh, yeah. it did. As surfers, we were like, yeah, keeping all the lobsterians out of the water. We're loving it, you know? Mm. All the what? Lobsterians. Those are the people that came down from the north with the white skin and got burnt. <laughs> and they looked like <laughs> cooked lobsters. And you call them lobsterians? We call them lobsterians. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something every day from old Snapper, don't we? Yep. I tell you. <laughs>
It's it funny was, how when but you, it was great. I'm glad Chris got that. It was great because you go to the beach and nobody was going in the water. Floor, it's funny. It's for funny. like a week, people just like when they hit the box office, it cleared the beaches and everybody's like, "Man, we maybe ought, they need to take that off off the off the air." And, it's it, it's ruining the economy. I mean, people freaked out. The, lob- they the Lobsterians like they put- is, is cracking me up. Lobsterians. That's fantastic. Yeah. Did you have and a name is- for, for anybody? Townies. Huh? Townies. Townies? Mm-hmm. What's Townies? Townies was anybody that lived on the other side of the bridges. Okay. Yeah. Townies were not welcome. <laughs> townies go home. Remember yeah. that sticker? Yeah. Chris, yeah. did you have any term like that? No. I, I grew up in in South Central Pennsylvania. We had no terms for anything. We, we had were, we, we were jealous of everybody. You had oh come on Virginia. We had, we, yeah we had yeah. we had yeah. we're, there was one and I, and I'll give you a little background. My dad when uh, when he was younger used to race cars, you know mm-hmm. street street cars, mm-hmm. you know. And there was a town that was when when I went to high school there was another high school in our district that was in Manassas, Virginia. Manassas had the racetrack, you know yeah. that my dad mm-hmm. used to go two years ago. Well, Manassas, if you you remember. The um, stuff that hit the news years ago that the woman like cut her husband's um, thingy off. Her, yeah. her name was like Lorena Bobbitt or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, Manassas hey. had kind of some people that we used to sit there and go, they're not very good. Not friendly. Well, that's where Lorena Bobbitt was from. We used to call them Manassholians. <laughs> oh boy, that's fantastic! Yeah, that's walking edge. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you always have little things like that, you know. Yes, terms. I tell you what, though, watching that movie, it it builds a whole new respect for that animal. It's like don't. Oh, I always 100%. tell people in my boat, and, and, and it was, don't mess with them. Yeah, man. And then and then the experience that I had this week with those things. Holy! Were you able yeah, to see that video? I was able to see the video, and we're tr- and I think Tara has, is trying to find a way to get it on our Facebook page okay. to where it's got a lot of clarity to it because right. the number, and we've been talking about this yep. for a number of weeks, the number of sharks that are off our beaches and then also at our inlets, it's it's it's, it's surprisingly it's, scary. It's stunning. scary, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So around. let's take a break. Yep. We come back, we're going to talk to Kenny. He's got a jaw story. We'll do a weather and the tides right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Hey, if you've got a garage and it's just piled up, a bunch of junk, you know, where you could actually do one of those television shows like Hoarders or whatever because your garage looks like crap and you're just hoarding a bunch of crap, make an appointment for Shark Coatings to come by and I guarantee you, you will go through all that clutter <laughs> and get rid of all that junk just because your garage will take on a new look and you'll be like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. Then you're going to be starting like literally... Playing in your garage every day just to make it look good. All that stuff in the dumpster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shark coatings, folks. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Twice, maybe three, maybe ten times more durable than that old two-part epoxy that when you even drive on it with a hot tire, it's coming right up. So Mm -hmm. don't waste your time with the the two-part epoxy. Get shark coatings. All right, let's go to the phone lines, and let's bring up Kenny. He's got a Jaws story for us. Morning, Kenny. Morning, guys. How you all doing? Good, buddy. I'm 95% sure on what I'm going to tell you all about that movie. It went. It was supposed to be shot in 90 days, took over a year, five times over budget. They could never get the shark to work. Um, Richard Dreyfus and wh- whoever the captain was, the guy with the accent on the boat. Clint. 
They yeah. had to br- they had to break these cats up three or four times. In yeah, a Robert fist fight. Shaw. Yeah, Rob- Robert Shaw. Shaw. Yeah, they, and the where they started getting along was where they shot the scene on the boat where they're singing and they're all drunk. Yeah. Well, the the night before, Robert Shaw was so drunk they couldn't even shoot the scene. I heard that. Rich, Richard Dreyfus was so mad that the next night he showed up hammered and they shot the scene. <laughs> so they were both drunk when they shot the scene, and Richard Dreyfus hated that movie. He wanted to quit, but he couldn't. And um, he didn't even go watch the pre-event where, the, you know, the people that put the movie together get to see it before it's turned into the studios or yeah, the turned premiere. into the theaters. Yeah. So Richard Dreyfus, the first time he seen the movie was in a theater on opening weekend. Doesn't Richard Dreyfus kind of come off as a pansy asshole? I, yes, mean, I mean, in real life. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> even, I mean, in the movie and in real life. I yeah. mean, so yeah, I'm just saying. Yes. Yeah. Hey, he was in the theater. And when, you know, watching the movie and he's watching these people and he, you know, he just didn't know what to think. He said, when that head rolled out of that boat, people were losing their breakfast, getting up screaming, running out of the theater. He called his agent and said, I'm, I am blank, blank done. I'll never get another movie in my life. And come to find out it was a major hit, but uh, that's true story. Interesting. Cool stuff. Yep. 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 Thanks. Have a good day, guys. Thank you, Kenny. All right, uh, Mike needs a little bit of help figuring out what a walleye is. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning. Look, I uh, was an ace, Hagen ace uh, over here in Zillington Creek, mm-hmm. and there were a couple of guys in line in front of me. I don't want to make this – I didn't even want to get on, but I need to <laughs> question answer. They were, la- they, they were laughing and joking, and there were some expletives, and they go like, this Wally, if he's out there again, we're not going to let him dock the boat or something or whatever. Now, can – can I just ask what a Wally is and just hang up? Because I've never heard that before. So it's the term they're calling somebody a Wally? Yeah, they're calling him a Wally. I've never heard of it before. No, I, no idea. I have no and, idea. And, no. They, and, they were, and they were fishermen. I mean, they were actually going they had, and I remember going out, and they were putting stuff in their boats and stuff, and I went, what is a Wally? I, like think, a I think it's time to me. GTS. No, it's probably a term just like what we use for, like, you you see the guys on, on, on Wicked Tuna, call them Googans. Yeah, being a dork. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing that I can I can yeah. think of. Okay, yeah. thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, buddy. <sighs> All right. Yeah, thanks, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's... I've never heard that term. Okay. So, uh, But there's a lot of things I've never heard. So, if, so you, if you were at Hagen Ace the other day... And you were having a conversation at the checkout line. Please call in yeah. and tell us what a Wally is. <laughs> well, according to Google, I just did the old GTS. Okay. Wally in American English is slang for a foolish or ineffectual person. There you go. Well, we kind of figured that. Or if you uh, if you go to the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, that's a good one. I okay. like that. <laughs> Wally is, in fact, someone who is very intelligent in some areas, but very stupid in others. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah. I've never heard anybody use that Me neither. term. Well, but you figure, and if, if the context was behavior at a boat ramp, yeah, correct. plenty of Wallys at a boat ramp. <laughs> yeah, the, the qualified captain. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Kirk and I are big fans on Instagram of this guy who does the qualified captain. Which, if you're if you're on Instagram and you don't follow, you want to have some laughs. Follow the qualified captain. He gets some videos of people running boats and stuff that are just how in the world we got a child alert. Amber alert. Yeah, Amber sorry alert. about that. Yeah, kidnap child. Uh, ooh. 
right? I'll check it out here in a minute. But uh, the, uh, the the qualified captain is totally worth following on Instagram. And uh, we need to get him on the show. Yeah. Okay. Because he, he does a good job. Yeah. I don't know where he gets I'll tell you what, stuff at, I'll get up in the morning and be sitting there in the quiet with the dog watching the Weather Channel, and I'll flip that on, and sometimes it's like I put my coffee up through my nose. Like <laughs> He's it's good. like, oh, my God. He's good. The two girls in the Boston Whaler coming out of Hallover getting air. Blue like top. It's funny. Blue top. Yeah. yeah like Boston Whaler blue top. It's got like one of those, uh, what are those? Bimini's. Bimini Bimini top, blue yeah. Bimini top. Uh-huh. And they're like professionals, and they're getting complete air. I'll show it to you when we okay. get to the break. Okay. Anyway, let's do a weather forecast brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville. That's the Bearded Pig. Exceptional dinner this week. Earlier in the week, it was awesome. Had a beef rib, Frito pie, greens. Outstanding once again. And the weather. And let's see. The synopsis is that Tropical Cyclone Henry – it's located on, on east of our waters. On <laughs> it's expected to move north towards New England this weekend, steered by an upper-level trough developing over the U.S. East Coast. Increased swells caused by Henry will decrease by the end of the weekend. On the re. Winds will shift southwesterly, then Something become longer, southerly right. early next week, then southeasterly by midweek as a weak high pressure builds over the region. What does that mean? West winds today, 5 to 10, becoming south 10 to 15 in the, in the afternoon. Tomorrow, southwest winds, 5 to 10 knots, cease 2 to 3. And Monday, southwest, 5 to 10, 2 to 3. And don't forget, chance of showers and thunderstorms with this southwest wind. Tuesday, south winds, 5 to 10, 3 to 4. And then Wednesday, southeast winds, 5 to 10, 2 to 3. Pretty good weather for fishing now. Yeah, Every I think. Day. Yeah, I think that uh, with this, with that pattern, though, I think that we're gonna, we may have a full blown thermocline. We may have mm-hmm. upwelling, whatever you want to call it, Tom, because it's 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 cold to the south now. Well, south of Matanzas, it's it's cold, and you got a full moon. We say cold like what? Well, I I can tell you this seventy. Yeah, it's 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 eighty two out of Saint Augustine right now, and it was eighty six last week. Whew. Okay, and it's five degrees colder south of Matanzas. Oh, so mid seventies. Seventies, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's cold. Yep, and there's no bait. Yeah, the 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 bait's been in St. Augustine, but it it's it's thirty forty minutes of throwing. It's so scattered, man. I mean, but at least it's there. At least you have a chance to catch it. You know what I mean? So mm. yeah, that's like the worst thing in the world you can have happen. Yes. All right, let's do a tides report. Brought to you by Angie Subs. Had dinner there last night. Dinner at oh, Angie yeah. Subs. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, Taylor loves Angie Subs. And so it's like a big treat when we go to Angie Subs. So she had the the chicken fingers and french fries, and I had the french fries and the old Dr. Bang Scrippy. We had sweet teas. We and, had chicken fingers, huh? Oh, Kirk, they're some of the best chicken fingers you'll ever have. Huh. I mean, they're awesome. So up, uh, 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 Put it this way. Uh, yep. I sit there and wait for her to get full uh-huh. so that I can eat the rest of them. <laughs> always good to have a kid right they're that good oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah from from jeff stam um flagler beach was 83 last week uh, yesterday he was there 77 Whew. so mm. chilly chilly all right uh let's see what we got here tides for jacksonville what do you guys want which station would you like to have well it's something closer to the inlet how about mayport that's fine something quick we got a break what we do <laughs> yeah wow. tick tock 
Uh, okay, let's see the break here. clock. Uh, tides for today at 8.23 a.m. We have a high tide. That's a 4.79 at Mayport. 2.07 p.m. is your low tide. And then tomorrow, 9.14 a.m. is your high tide. That's a 4.92. Tides brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. And don't forget about the Grom. Don't forget Angie Subs is closed on Sunday. But the Grom is open for those of you that need to get your Angie's fix. Mm. Let's take a break. 904-641-1010. If you'd like to chime in right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Obviously, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go. Claude Nolan Cadillac. Go see my good buddy Steve Tverian or Mark Helmet. Tell them the Outdoor Show sent you. And if you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle, only one place to go. Claude Nolan Cadillac. They'll find exactly what you want at the exact price. Located on South South Boulevard, just north of JTB. All right, I got to say, uh, excuse me, that uh, this breakfast sandwich. Say. Yeah. Is outstanding. It is outstanding, yeah. isn't it? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I got to tell you guys, I was sitting there. My wife got up this morning at 5.15 to put those together, make you sure go, that they were they were warm. And, Thank you, but, Carrie. But we're spoiled, man. I mean, you know, between Gordon cooking, getting up at whatever oh, yeah. time he gets up, and yeah. and, then, and then Tara, she oh, yeah. she makes sometimes those casseroles the night before for us, and then and then Carrie gets up this morning at five fifteen. But there's there's a little story to, to to thank a couple people here. Yeah. So that is the venison bacon that Jimmy Knight gets made in Wisconsin. That is unbelievable. It's it's incredible stuff. I yeah. Mean, seriously. I, yeah. I, I I need to go to Wisconsin and kill a deer. Yeah. So that I can get that made. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. And he had given it to Kyle Summerall. And Kyle gave it to my parents. Okay. And, and and Dad's like, I don't know what to do with this. So the first patch that he gave me, I'm like, oh, my God. I wouldn't have any hard time figuring out what to do <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. So you give me bacon? So, I know. So, so anyway, um, yeah. There's a, it's, and it's, it's outstanding. Hey, Jimmy Knight, if you're listening, mm-hmm. I would love to have a bunch of this. I mean, like, no yeah. joke. Yeah. I mean, I'm not – I'm dead serious. Yeah. I would, probably all gone. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm putting an order in. Yeah, order okay. in. Yeah. Well in advance. Well in travel. advance. <laughs> Jimmy's so, gonna kill more deer. <laughs> Jimmy, if you if you need a little, you know, something a to box help of you. Bullets. I mean, something. Yeah. I I got some bullets for you, man. Yeah, I know bullets are hey, hard I'll, to find. I'll just start shopping again. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Jeez, I mean that that is outstanding. It is very very good. Yeah. Thank you very much, Carrie mm-hmm. and Jimmy, because when I was a kid, there was this was back you know in the early seventies. McDonald's was actually a, a cool place to go. It was back when McDonald's was pretty good. Yeah. French fries were amazing back oh, then. Yeah. But the Egg McMuffin, the you, egg know McMuffin why? you know why? was the gold standard. I, I, it, let me tell you, just real quick. I told Carrie that the same. This, I said, you know, Big Mac and all that. I said, but what really made Could McDonald's. Could care about any of that. What really made McDonald's was they started egg serving McMuffin. Brunch, the Egg McMuffin. No Absolutely. doubt. No question. You know what made the fries so good? When they started out way back oh, when, is they, they fried them in beef fallow. And what? Beef fat. Beef fat. Huh. Beef fat. Okay. Well, the French fries there stink now, and, and if right. you eat their food, you're going to blow up and weigh 600 pounds. <laughs> I haven't. And I haven't eaten an Egg McMuffin from there in years just because I, I, I haven't eaten I'm any not McDonald's in years. But I will, I, I do love 
you know, the homemade egg McMuffins that you make, you know, at, yeah, at your I, house. I, I love them. And this right here is along those same. I mean, it's, this is the English muffin. It's got a fried egg and it's got venison, bacon, and cheese, and it is lovely. It is absolutely outstanding. It's yes. awesome. Yeah. Anyway, thank yeah. you, Carrie, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had mentioned to you guys earlier that we were getting the questions already and yes. we asked questions about Cedar Key, and we talked a little bit about that. And Bob Matthews from CNH Marine Construction wants to know, Kirk, are there any fish in the creeks around Mayport? I tell you, the bite's been really good from the intercoastal waterway where the little jetties used to be, mm-hmm. all the way to the rocks. Okay. I right. mean, I fished the other day, and we caught, we caught. I'm talking 14-inch mangoes. We had, we caught flounder, caught jacks, caught sheep's head, caught black drum, um, slot reds. It's been pretty good. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, um, I – was obviously booked Monday through Friday. Monday and Tuesday canceled because they wanted to go offshore. Yeah, um, but my my Wednesday canceled because they wanted to go offshore. But I picked up an inshore trip, and I haven't inshore fished in a while. Right, you know, and no live no live bait. Yeah, so I, I grabbed three pounds of dead shrimp, and um, two of the nicest guys, David Ken, and. and I took off and I, I hit my first two spots, which that's that's about an hour and ten minutes. I caught a jack and a catfish. Oof, that ain't good. <laughs> I'm going, uh-uh. ain't good, right? Oof. So I went a little further south and pulled up on my spot at about the third cast. You know, you you have to get people adjusted to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, you can't throw up there too high, too far because it's really shallow up there. You want to get it on that ledge, you know. I said, look, we're sitting in 22 feet. You know, if you throw up there, you're just going to get hung up, you know. And they got it figured out about the third cast. David caught a rat red. And I went, all right, this, I said, there's there's fish here, you know. And for an hour and 30 minutes, we caught slots and drum. And I finally said, guys, we, let's just get off these fish. I wow. Mean, I mean, wow. Okay. Wow bite. Yeah. That's cool. Wow bite. Yeah. So, um, it was it was, it was was fun. It was, it was outstanding. I, you know, it's. Inshore fishing can be so frustrating, especially this time of year when it gets hot. My God, has it been Water's hot? Warm, man. Yeah, and, Eighty-nine and, yeah, degrees yeah, inshore. And, and but I mean, to get on a bike, the, the the black drum thing just really threw me off. They're everywhere. It, yeah, yeah. We had I, I fished with Brad Smith on Thursday in his boat, his brand new yellowfin, and we had two or three that day. Yeah, and we weren't really looking for them. No. And then I saw Richard Bloom. He had a bunch of fish he threw on the dock Thursday too, and he had a pile of them. Um, so they're, I don't know why. And yeah. I, and I said something and he said something to me and I said, you know, it's gotta be that cold water, that thermocline. I don't know. I mean, why would sheephead and drum be biting around the inlet? That's not normal. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Well, I, I, you know, here's the, here's the thing I will say, Kirk, is that in the summer, you know, I, I would catch sheep's head in the St. John's river all the time. Yeah. But that was kind of like, like where they went to. You know yeah, but I mean? here, here's here's the thing. We've had so much rain. Yeah. Are they now staying farther out, yeah, can, closer that, to the that, inlet that now? Might be. It, it absolutely. Could I don't be. know. I don't know either. But, but I mean, they've been though. there. So I mean, I I mean, that, to me, it's not a shock that you're catching them. Yeah. I mean, they've always I mean, been in the river. They don't, even the pogies like are acting weird. Oh yeah. I don't know. I like like the other day, I went up to Mee Island to get pogies, and they're they're the big old giant yeah monsters. And so the only way you find them is you see them, you know, boiling. 
on top of the water. Right. right. I mean, Chris on the hot pursuit called me and he goes, Kirk, I'm up here at Amelia, you know, and God, that's a long run. Take. How far oh, yeah. is that? You know, it's a 15, 20 minute run. You got to go around Nassau. Yeah, you got to go around Nassau. Go around oh, Nassau, Nassau Sound, go all the way back towards the beach. Yeah, I would think it's further than yeah, that. It's like 30 minutes, I thought. Uh, it's, it's a poke. You must be honking it, man, if you're getting there in 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Anyway, let, let's go to the phone lines. <laughs> ben wants to talk about your hog trap. Well, I don't know if it's my hog trap, but <laughs> Ben wants to talk hog trap. Hey, Ben. Morning, guys. How Morning. Good. So we got about uh, 90 acres on the Ware County, Coffee County line. And as we're preparing our plots for the deer season, we're starting to see some action with some, with some pigs wandering around. I think there's a, a guided area with a couple thousand acres around us that, that uh, they do guided uh, pig hunts. And we're, we've tried various things, fencing, trapping, everything like that. I wanted to hit you guys up and let you and see if you guys had any recommendations for Trapping them, trapping them. New- are y'all are y'all shooting them every time you see them? Every time we see them, because yeah. I know what Fargo, where we are, you know, we keep pressure on them year round. And I've noticed in the last few years since we've been doing that for a while, they back off. I mean, I'll right. see them every now and again, yeah, but, but it's it's hard, man. When you got when you when you're when you're a n- smaller parcel and you can't control large acreage or have the time to do it and you got a neighbor that's running commercial hunts out of there which means they're more than happy to have all the hogs that they can get yeah they're feeding them means that's a bad scenario they're probably even bringing them in yeah Yeah, they're feeding them you know so uh ben i mean we try to keep pressure on them we try to keep pressure on them you know but we live in jacksonville so we've got the live feed cameras so whenever you know we get we get a we get a family or whatnot in our trap we'll head up there and, and and put them down, but I mean, obviously, it's tough to keep pressure on them twenty four seven because we're not up there all the time. But I mean, when deer season comes around, obviously, we'll be up there a lot more. Yeah, what but, what uh, kind of traps are you using? So we we've used kind of uh, my father in law owns a uh, construction company here in town, so he kind of jerry rigged a, a a little steel, uh, almost like chicken wire trap where they're getting in, and it's a little little stronger than chicken wire. Um, but they were digging their way out, so we kind of built up a bank around it to prevent that and it helps but um so now we've got the automated traps where it sits about five feet off the ground and then we got the live feed we can hit the cell phone uh just push a button and, and drop that trap down and then we'll call a farmer that's down the road to go in there and take out the pig so right yeah that's there's a, there's a couple different i guess companies that make these traps that are essentially designed to catch what they call the whole sounder groups and uh, the one yeah. thing I think that's difficult is that when you run a smaller trap, what you do is you end up educating a lot of the other ones. Correct. So, you know, your whole goal is to get, if you've got 20 pigs and they're all running together for most of the right. time, is you try to catch all 20 at the same time. Jaeger Pro right. is a trap that yeah. is pretty pricey that has been out for a while and is very effective. The other okay. one that uh, Gordon had uh, turned me on to is called the Pig Brig. And the pig brig is a, a net system, and it's just pigbrig.com, P-I-G-B-R-I-G. The system itself costs, uh, it depends on if you get the, the, the top covering, but it can be anywhere from 1900 bucks to, I think, 2300 bucks. And okay. <clears throat> this is a, a system that some people swear up and down by. And so okay. if you want to make, make an impact, pig you know. Pig brig. Yeah, pig brig. And pig brig, I mean, the, the other one, is much more expensive than the pig brig. Uh, 
the uh, the Jaeger right. Pro. So, but check them out and pig brick. I think might be something that I mean, if you've got a, a couple guys that are in your club, you know, say, hey, look, let's just go all go in and buy this. And right. the the nice thing about it is the net system is literally it comes in a box and and you have to buy like ten T posts that are seven foot. And so you right. can actually have a couple different locations and you can rotate the trap to different locations so that you just buy an additional 10 T-posts. Mm-hmm. And so, you mm-hmm. know, you, you catch okay. a group in one spot, you know, you've got another 10 posts to go set up another, the, you know, to move that whole net system over to the other place. And But just check out the videos, pigbrig.com, and, and that may be an option for you. Will do, guys. I appreciate y'all. All okay. right, buddy. Thank you, Ben. Have All right. We are long overdue for a break, as usual. As usual. 904-641-1010. If you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. You can just keep dancing there, Kevin. Yeah. What is it, dancing? Good Lord. Hey, Tire Outlet, if you need a set of tires, and it doesn't matter for what vehicle or... It doesn't even have to be a vehicle. It can be. In fact, I got new tires for my pull-behind spreader that I use for spreading fertilizer and granular insect stuff around the yard. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, got new tires for the golf cart. Got new tires for the four-wheeler. You got jump for four-wheeler. Uh, I got all them up, and he delivered them to my house on the rims. I got my oil changed. You got your oil changed. Kirk. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Got oil. Yeah, got oil. Got yeah, oil brought delivered. to another place doing an oil change from Tire yeah, Don't outlet. go to Jiffy Lube. <laughs> go to Tire Outlet to get your oil change, folks. <laughs> Just saying. That's a that's a funny story. That's now. that's that's a, that is a very funny story. All right, um, we got a couple things. So Michael was remember how we were talking about Kirk. You were talking the lobsterians. Hey, by yeah. the way, just real quick, yes. uh, the the new Tire Outlet is on Durban Park now. That's their latest one. That's their thirteenth store. Just. So we're going to do a out. show there at some point. Yeah, I, that's what I, okay. I, I had talked to David about that. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we were talking about the the names we came up with. Mm-hmm. You, townies, you uh-huh. had uh-huh. Uh, Kirk. You had Lobsterians. I had the Manassholians. And Michael chimed in on our Facebook page or through our Facebook page, and he said, "I'm younger," which <clears throat> I had to because he he referred to something. I had to go and kind of get a little bit of a date reference on it. He's definitely much younger because he used to watch something called. Rocket Power. Mm. You ever heard of that? No, never. Kirk, I, you I, heard of that? I've never heard of Rocket Power. Well, that's because it was on Nickelodeon and around. It started oh. like in 1999. So Michael's definitely much younger than you guys. Yeah, he's closer to me, uh, but definitely he's much younger than you two. That's what you call BS. <laughs> <laughs> but he said power. that uh, I'm a rocket man. He said on that cartoon they surfed and they called tourists sh- the the tourists. Shoobies. Shoobies. Yeah, why, my, why, why do you think they maybe called them Shoobies? I have no. Because they wore shoes? Exactly. On the beach. <laughs> yeah, Shoobies. That's cool. Uh, let's see. We got uh, a couple guess. of people that chimed in here. Uh, Rick wants us to sing him happy birthday. It's his 60th birthday today. Yeah, Rich Ho- Rick Hodge- Hodgkin. Really? It's Rick's yeah. what, 60th? Uh-huh. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Birthday to you. Come on, Chris. You got the voice. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Boy, you guys are Rick. freaking terrible. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. What are you going to get that at? 
Glad uh, you made it. Yeah. Uh, Willie. That was so pathetic. That was terrible. <laughs> It was awful. It was terrible. You guys are terrible. Hey, Look, don't call us up and ask us to sing, but because we will. <laughs> hey, you know. mm-hmm. Willie sent us pictures of a stump. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, the pig stump. The pig stump. Mm-hmm. And pigs love to rub up against things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what, what is there a term that they have for that. Like, is it called? No, I don't think no? so. No term. Mm-hmm. And so what you'll find is a lot of people will take like burnt motor oil and put it on a stump or mm-hmm. put it on a tree and then cooking the hog. Oil. Cooking oil is the best. Cooking oil. I mean, no. it, it literally becomes an attractant for right. a hog and want to come and rub on it yeah, yeah. for some the, reason. The, like in the, in the wild, they love sap. That's yes. why that's why you see them yeah. with fat lighter. Well, I think a lot of times, too, you go up to those trees and you see where they've cut their teeth on it. Yeah. I think they, they sharpen their teeth on the side. Well, of you know tree. why, right? You know the reason for the... The rubbing on the stumps and the oil and this, that, and the other. Not it's marking really. their territory like deer. Mm-mm. What? Just keep the bugs off of them. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. does fat yeah, lighter help keep the them. bugs off? Yep. They get mud on them. Yep, and, yep, yep. Just to keep the bugs off of them. I'd be rubbing on fat lighter too if I was in the wild, <laughs> I was in a, yeah, Absolutely. I'd be the I don't know how they do it. I don't either. Supposedly, that's uh, how the, the, it, the Indians, they you know, a lot of times in, in Florida, yeah, they would put, yeah. they put mud all over their bodies and stuff to keep keep the insects off of them. Woo. You have to. Oh, I do. Have it. to. I do. Abs- it. Absolutely, man. You if would. I, if, like like if I'm stranded and all you got is a loincloth on, somewhere like uh, Guana, and I got yeah the loincloth working. If your father-in-law leaves you on the side of the road in Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going into the field and rolling in the dirt. <laughs> I would. I would. I'm, I'm, Cover myself yeah, in absolutely. mud. Absolutely, there's no doubt. Yep. Between the no seams and the mosquitoes, oh, it would be awful. Uh, I don't know how they survive. I don't either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, don't I heard, either. I heard the Swanee. Is I, I talked to Will Ficklin this week, and he said the Swanee's way up. All those rivers all around South Georgia are up. You know what's going to happen here. I mean, those mosquitoes are going to get so Kurt, bad. They've been bad. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it. It's been. What Kevin, the wettest summer we've ever had in Georgia? Absolutely. For that, since me and you've been yes, up there, absolutely. I mean, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, the mosquitoes that are out there now. Yeah. I mean, I know one thing: if if product is hard to get across the nation, because we're seeing shortages and all the different They're things. About I'm start. I'm I, I I'm going to start getting my thermosol stuff I, I, together I bought, now. I bought a 24 pack. Smart. 24 pack. Smart. Yep. Yep. Did you so, buy an extra thermosol? Oh, dude, I got, I got more thermal cells than I know what to do with it. I, I, I promise you. I always, I, I'm the same way. I'll go got, in the store. I'll buy another I one just because I need them. Ten thermal cells? At least. How many of them work? Three. <laughs> I've got three that work. I don't know about the other two. I've got one in the toolbox that's kind of eh. Yeah. But I always keep an extra one because you never know. Absolutely keep an extra I swear one. they'll just go bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah they'll, they'll look good and just the, not work. The, the igniter. Yeah, the clicker. The, the, that goes bad most of the time. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I've had... I've had pretty good luck with them. Oh, I've had great luck with yeah. them. Oh, me too. Yeah. I mean, nobody's come out in competition. Nobody. And, you can't beat them. And it's, I mean, if there's that, and, and not necessarily competition for that exact way. Right. But there's no competition for a, a mosquito deterrent, repellent, whatever you want to call right. it, mm-hmm. that does it as well as that. No, no, there's n- nothing. No, there's, it's, it's one of the greatest inventions of our lifetime in, in hunting industry. I don't think there's any doubt. Yeah, I know. There's if, you, not. If, you, if you put together a top 10 list uh-huh. of the greatest inventions for outdoors in the Southeast, mm-hmm. and, and specifically for the Southeast, okay. because we have more bugs in some places. Okay, yeah. 
Okay, but if you put together a top ten list, it is it is right there, in my opinion, in the top three. I, look, there's one thing that I'm not going in the woods without anymore. That's it, right? Yeah. Isn't that at the top of your yeah. list? Yeah. I mean, there's turkey, early season. Tur- turkey hunting is, is a beautiful thing now. Yes. Yeah, you should be miserable. Miserable. God, you put on a bug spray and get, oh, get all on you. Dude, walking through that your swamp, ears. it was oh, awful. It was terrible. And you man, get you sit bug down, spray in your you eyes. You sit down now and you turn that thing on and three Good. minutes later, it's like Good. it's like heaven. And you can hear. Yeah, and you can Instead hear. Of well, the cool oh, thing is now, too. And you're not doing this. Yeah. Swatting you know, them. Swatting them. Yeah, yeah. Even in early season bow hunting, oh, I take that, it up yeah, in the absolutely. tree. Absolutely. You know, I velcro no it to the side of the stand. That's the first thing I'd turn on. Would that be number one on your list? Heck yeah, it would be number one on my list. Number, Me too. No, no, number two would be the new trolling motors. The high power. Oh, yeah, it's pretty much genius. Uh, I, yeah, for a charter captain. Yeah, no, I hear you. For a charter captain, everybody's it, got them. I mean, yeah, everybody's it, putting it, them on well, their boats. And, and, and what would it be three? Okay, you got if you got thermocell, trolling motor. What's three? The thermos. A what? <laughs> you ever heard that joke? Yes, that's a great joke. <laughs> the what? You never heard the joke? No. Tell me the joke. So these three old guys are sitting at this factory, you know. Let's say they're you, you gotta make it quick. Pulp and paper. How much time we got? Let's just do it on the other side let's of the, the other side okay. of the Let's take you a have, break. You have none. Yeah, yeah. No time. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna no come time. back. We're gonna do an LV hires ink gear tip of the week, and then we're gonna hear Kirk is it a joke? It's a joke. Okay, we're gonna hear a joke from Captain Kirk. Kevin knows what it is. Kirk is gonna do his impression of Top Gun oh, when boy. we come back right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across Southeast. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what are you laughing at? Fuels, lubricants. uh, They can handle the pumps, the tanks. They can handle anything. And this week, what are you laughing uh, at? Gear Tip of the Week. Um, You're not going to tell, are you? You just sit there. I just giggling. Look, you're giggling. when people look at the picture, they're going to giggle also. <laughs> go, go to our Facebook page and check out the picture of this, uh, what is it called, Kirk? It's called a cushion. Cushion? Cushion. It's a rod. But- oh, oh, you're giggling uh, at that. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a a fish fighting tool. It goes Kirk. on the end of a rod butt to cushion the butt Kirk. against oh. your belly as you're fighting the fish. Okay. So it goes on so the butt. Goes on the butt of the rod mm-hmm. and protects you as you're fighting a big fish. I keep a couple of them in the boat. A bit. This you one do. happens to be pink. Uh-huh. Okay. Nice Beautiful big night. pink. And by the way, what's the color of the other on one? The, butt. Yeah. the other one is yellow. Mm. They're all bright colors. They're, I don't buy the blue ones. They're actually a good idea because what happens is it, they have a propensity sometimes to get dropped out of the boat because they're so light. Do they float? They float. But if you have a blue one, you can't see it. In the ocean. Ah. If you buy the black ones, you can't see it. So I buy the yellow ones and the pink ones because Uh when they fall in the water, you can see them from 100 yards away. And so these are a rod butt assist. Assist device. Yep. You get them in strike zone, they're like $7.99 or something like that. Okay. $10.99. I forget. When you you first sent it. Right. I'm going to be honest. You thought it was some kind of... Something weird. Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah. too it, much. It, uh, yeah, it looked like. You got, you had like your mind, it, like my it would mom be would a, say, your mind was in the gutter. It, it, it looks like something like they, they used to hang on, you know, behind the truck. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Truck nuts. No, I yeah. Th- yeah. I th- <laughs> yes. It belongs. Uh, it, it should be like gear tip of the week on the indoors show. That's bull, what it looks bull like. Bull balls. Yeah. So it, uh, yeah. Ah, I was kind of. The matador. Sometimes he loses. It took me a minute to kind of get a little bit of. Uh-huh. Perspective? Yeah, because it, you know, when I first saw it, I'm like, what? A Kirk? What? And uh, There's a double the take. <laughs> and then I saw the rod holder. And realized that yeah, this a rod holder system. was not and a actually, sex toy. It was actually a fishing tool. They're so, actually very nice. They're <laughs> not very expensive. They actually get rid of the old belt. The belt thing was a pain in the butt. Yeah. It I really agree. was. Because you never could, you know, right, yeah. have the right size. Yeah. If you had a well, little kid, well, and here's the belt the thing. wasn't Look, small enough. When if you're you on had a boat, big guy, it wasn't big enough. The belt, okay, the belt, it's like, let's say, we're all three on a boat. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. Kirk... Grabs the rod that's being, it's it's screaming. Right, uh-huh. well, there it goes. There it goes. Big fish. Kirk grabs the rod. Okay. Kevin, do you want to put the the belt on him? Do you want to put I, the belt I, on I, him? I've put the belt on him many a fat guy. Okay. And yeah, it's me not, too. It's but, not the most comfortable thing because you're staring right at his rear end. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I don't yeah. want to put a belt on you, Kirk. You know, but, I just I mean, you know I love you, but right. uh, crack going, I don't love you, know? you like that. Yeah. You know. I don't. I I don't want to reach around you. Right. Well. These are perfect. And all so you got to do is hold that do. rod out a little bit. I tell people to pull it off their belly for a second. I can reach in there and jam it up real quick, and, and they go, wow, that's great. And it really is. They're inexpensive, and they work great, and they're almost indestructible. Yeah. I mean, I take them and jam them in between the T-top. I've always got a couple of them. If you look at all the charter boat captains, I guarantee you 60 to 70% of them have these in their boat. Okay. Uh-huh. If right, you look at their boats. LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week brought yep. to you by Captain Kirk Walsh. Yes. It's called the Cushion. The Cushion. $7.99. It actually goes on the end of the rod. It goes on the end of the rod. Mm-hmm. The butt of the rod. It's a rod assist device. <laughs> rod yep. assist device. Okay. But uh, I'll well, be happy to get you a couple if you need some, Jeff. <laughs> well, All right. So, so you're, you're, See, you're not. See, there's even a joke there that I. Whatever you want to use yeah, it for, I'll, I'll of, be happy to get one for you know, your so birthday. One man's rod assist is another don't, man's don't, rod assist. Don't get him the blue one. <laughs> don't get him the blue one. He wants a pink one. So when you have a show, you one. typically have the main act, and then you have the the act that's beforehand. Yeah. The opening act. Opening act. Opening so since Top Gun is on the hold and you have a joke, Top Gun is more of the main act. You, we'll let you be the opening so act. So three guys, three guys, three rednecks are sitting in a factory lunchroom during okay. break. And they're all chewing the fat, and one of them looks at him and he goes, man – you know, I was, I was watching this show the other day, and they were talking about the most incredible inventions man's ever made. And he goes, well, what do you think it is? And one guy goes, well, I, I think it's a television. And the other two would go, look at him, and they go, what? A television? What do you mean? And he goes, think about it, man. It's plugged into the wall, and you turn it on, and those pictures just come instantly on the screen. He said, that's incredible. And the other guy goes, man, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, that's ridiculous. He said, I know what it is. And he goes, what is it? Man, it's the space shuttle. And he's like, what? Come on, man. He goes, yeah, think about it, man. It goes up on a rocket, and it don't fly down. It glides all the way back to the earth. He said, that's incredible, like a rock. It landed on an airstrip. And the youngest guy looks at the other two guys. He goes, y'all are stupid. He goes, what do you think it is then? He goes, it's the thermos. And they're like, what? The thermos? What do you mean the thermos? He goes, man, my wife gets up in the morning. She cooks me some hot soup. She pours it in the thermos. I come back here and eat lunch with you clowns. I open it up. 
The soup's hot. The next day, if I want to put something in there to cold, bring it in here and sit it in with you two clowns and open it up and it's still cold. How do it know? It just does it. It's incredible. How do it know? That's pretty good. And it, and I do it now. Kevin the, does a joke. I do by the way, joke. you got, you got a pretty good accent when you start doing redneck. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it adds to it. <laughs> All right, uh, go to the main act. Well, no, yeah, I guess. I feel the need for speed. What's going on, boys? Well, you got a tough act to follow there, yeah. Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, I can't top. I can't top that. That's good. I like that. <laughs> That was a good one. That's about as good as the one you told about the sticker off the beer I told, can. I no, 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 that one's better. Girl. That is yeah, classic. That, yeah, the, that the, is funny. Yep, I'm on the patch. That's a good patch. one. I, I told that to my brother and uh, my nephew Casey <laughs> the other night. They they really like that Top Gun. See, whoever catches uh, my eye is my favorite. Yeah, and I told that one too, and That's they like that favorite. one better. Actually, That's my yeah. favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got up? a question for you guys. I should know the answer to this. If I did know, I forgot. So uh, help me out. What's con- and give me a landmark. What's considered the mouth of the St. Johns River? The mouth? Yes. Yeah. I'd say from the, you know, pretty much the Mayport docks, you know, right there where the fuel dock is at, at the Navy base all the way to the rocks. That's considered the mouth. Yeah, I'd agree with Kurt. Well, well, uh, I wasn't sure because uh, a couple of weeks ago I had to go to a wedding, and uh, it was out in Orange Park. Well, I hadn't been there in uh, four years, so I had to ride with somebody, and we went had to go across this bridge. It took two days to get across it. That would be the Buckman. I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't even know where we were. <laughs> and uh, went across this body of water, and I'm like, I wonder if this is the mouth of the river or what, whatever that would be called, the biggest part of the river. Uh, uh, I've never seen a bridge that long. The coolest part was when we went across it, we dodged a toilet, a refrigerator, and a dishwasher. That would definitely be the Buckman. <laughs> Yeah, going across it. That's, the that's a common occurrence saw. on the Buckman. Yeah, and ladders. Yep. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, I got a favor to ask you. Um, I don't usually talk with you about football on this show, but I know that you're doing football now because I've heard you on the radio twice. Yeah, Kirk is and, really good. Uh, yeah. And y'all don't, y'all <laughs> yeah, don't take started. callers. Y'all don't take callers, and so I'm I'm gonna There's ask a you to for do that, me Top this. Gun. <laughs> That's right. I, I'm gonna ask you to do me this favor, um, because I can't call your football show, and since they play outdoors, I figured I'd ask you on this show. Nice. But I like that time. Yeah, most Any, football teams do play outdoors. Most. Anyway, solid. if. I know you know a lot of guys down there at Stadium One, so I don't know if you would talk to the head coach, the offensive coordinator, or the 
quarterback coach. But please tell them that they've been doing this for four years and it's driving me mad. Please tell them when they got a third and nine, stop throwing a two-yard out. It ain't going to work. Funny. I like that. Guy gets tackled immediately. Just go ahead and punt. It drives me crazy. Sorry, I agree with him. I do too. Yeah. So I feel can better you do now, that Top for me? Yeah. I figured they'll listen to you. You feel better now? Probably not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. great. Because all, I know you'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. All, all that matters. As long as you feel good, I feel good. Good. Well, I can't stop Captain Cook, but uh, this guy was driving down the road, and he had this blonde sitting next to him. And uh, he said, uh, hey, how about doing me a favor? I'm fixing to turn up here. Would you stick your head out the window and tell me if my blinker's working? So he makes a turn. She sticks her head out the window. He says, is it working? She said, yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. That's pretty funny. That was good. That's good, buddy. That was, that was beat me. Oh, man, definitely yes. beat me. That was just that, that was, was, was pretty hot. Top five. Yeah, that was that pretty was, hot. No, there was no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that that tickle, made me that laugh. Me. Here's that the sad me. part. It took me a second yeah. to figure uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's almost like a fart in a room. Did you? Oh, that's good. That was good. Well played, Top Gun. All right, uh, let's take a break. Yeah, we come do. back. We'll talk to Captain Leon. Uh-huh. And, uh, and we've got a few things to get to, but uh, we will get to them as fast as we can. And, and, uh, and here's the deal, folks. you got a couple weekends left of scallop season. Yeah. And Steenhatchee River Club is open for business out there on the West Coast. And, yes, you got to go a little farther out into the Gulf to get the scallops, but they are getting limits. Mm -hmm. That's the report that's directly from Steenhatchee. So if you're interested, go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com and just click on the Steenhatchee River Club link or give them a call at 352-498-3222. Again, that's 352-498-3222 for Steenhatchee River Club. And you're listening to the – Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, Hagen Coast Outfitters has got three locations. You got Green Cove, you got Mandarin, and you got Yuli. St. Augustine is coming up next. And uh, if you're looking for a reason to shop at Hagen Coast Outfitters, I'm going to give you 10 real quick. Locally owned and operated, military friendly. Great staff and knowledgeable. Top, top brands of SUPS, kayaks, and all the other good stuff. Free local delivery, free demo on demand. Best prices in town, convenient locations. Open seven days a week and financing 12 months, same as cash and free layaway plan. Mm. How's it get any better than that at Hagen Coastal Outfitter? So if you're looking for a SUP, kayak, paddleboard, you name it, they've got it. All right, let's go to the phone lines here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show and talk to Captain Leon. Morning, Leon. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, buddy. Hey. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah. What's a good word? Oh, you know, this morning while I'm doing my honeydews, and actually, Jeff, I think you'd be smiling knowing I'm going to go out shopping for a new grill today. So Sweet. I'm a little got a little pep in my step i'm gonna spend some good money but i'm gonna get myself something nice hey mm. uh, hey ace hey ace that's what i was thinking looking at a lot nice weber it's about time yep yep what uh what are you, so what are you thinking you thinking uh charcoal you thinking wood pellet what are you thinking you know i really do respect and like your thinking there but unfortunately with a family and the lack of time i have to go with gas I do. Yeah. yeah. Think about a Genesis 2 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, those are nice. Just get the one that's got all the stainless steel stuff, man. That's the only way to go. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, You know, while two things. First of all, Top Gun, I have to give you credit. I had tears in my eyes. That was was fun. And I I look forward to retelling that joke to my dad. (laughs) Yes, no, yes, no. That was good. Very good. It was very Uh, good. But, uh, this time of year, I thought we we could rehash as a PSA, Kurt. You can totally take it from here. But uh, when you, as a person that this week got spined by a fish uh. and uh, quickly turned into an infection in the hand, you have to don't disregard something that's just minor and try and put it off and think you're just going to quickly heal from a a fish spine like a sheep head or a mango, you know, you need to address it quickly. And it took me three days to realize that at that moment I was in trouble. So my hand is on the mend, but I believe Kurt, you even keep something on the boat, like a, a, a mixture that you spray down something immediately. Yeah, betadine. yeah, it's betadine. The same thing they use in the operating room. And they, when they clean you up for an operation, they take those little long tip swabs out of those wraps mm-hmm. yeah. and they wipe the right. wound area. It hurts. It'll burn. It's it's like methylate. Um, what was the old stuff? Iodine. It, yeah. It's going to burn. Betadine, iodine, whatever yeah. it's called. It's what about kill. bleach and water? You can use bleach. Bleach is, you know, the dermatologists and doctors would tell you not to, but I keep bleach on the boat all the time. You know, I, I, I have in my cleaning bucket, you mm-hmm. know, I, I have bleach and water in it, uh-huh. and I always leave a little bit. So it's got weight and doesn't fly out of the boat. Right, right. Well, and it's, it's close. But but if I get stuck, yeah, I, I literally reach down in that that bucket and I I I wipe my hands down immediately. Yeah. It's not pure bleach, you know, but it's yeah. but it's got enough bleach in it. I think, and I haven't had an infection in a long time. I mean, but, I but had, I'm, I'm really like you know, like you said, Leon. I'm aware of it now. When I because snapper are the worst. Yeah, I mean, they'll what do they carry? You. What do they have? They have a gill knife. Yeah. They have spines, yeah. both on, you know. They have an anal spine. They have pectoral spines. Yeah. They have dorsal spines. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm talking knife. about the and and you guys all chime in on this. What's what is the? It's the flesh eating disease, Kurt. Yeah, but it's there's flesh eating disease, and then what's the other it's thing? Staff. It's staff. It's staff. Yeah, it's basically staff. 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 Yeah, I mean, the, 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 you know, I remember it, it's been about two years ago. Max Bass and his daughter Caroline and Max Junior and I were up fishing, and I, I was gaffing a kingfish, and we had. Pop one and thrown it in the box, and the gaff was sitting in the holder. But I forgot to put the tennis ball back on it. Oh boy! Yep. You walk so, and I keep two gaffs on the boat. So another fish came to the boat. So I reached on the other side of the boat, grabbed that gaff, and then the fish did a circle, came around on the side where the other gaff was hanging without the ball on the on the mm-hmm. thing. Walked into it, and I walked right into it, and it buried it yeah. in my ankle. And she looked oh, at me God. and she said, "That's not good." And yeah. I said, "No." And it was bleeding pretty bad. 
And the first thing she said is, do you have anything? She's a nurse. And I said, I have a tube of betadine. She said, let me have it. And it has a little, like a little nipple spout on the end that you pull open. Mm -hmm. She took that thing. No, she didn't squirt it. She stuck the whole nozzle in there and squeezed the bottle. Oh. And it lit me up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was like, God, Caroline. And her dad is over there laughing. laughing. He goes, there's a nurse. And she said, that's the best thing for it. She said, let's clean it up real good. Let it bleed. And we cleaned it up a couple times, and then she wrapped it, and it was fine. Yeah. You know? I bet you that hurt. Oh, it hurt like – it lit me up. I was like, like, I didn't expect it, you know? It's (laughs) – um. You know, we get stuck by fish all the time, and it's but it's that one time, and it only it's in my life it's it's happened to me one time, and it was a it was a horrible experience, you know. So I mean, that one it, time it put me in the hospital. Yeah, for I know. Six days. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, well, Scott's been in the hospital twice. Doctor Von Thrawn, yeah. thank, thank God, Leon, Dr. Leon, Von and you Thrawn. got stuck, and how long have you been dealing with this one? Three days, and on the third day, when I woke up in the morning, and I could feel my heartbeat. Yep. Through the tip of my finger yep. and my armpit was hurting. I was like, "This needs to be seen by somebody." Yeah, yep. that's not good. Yep. And uh, yeah, luckily enough, it. it had not uh, carried up the arm yet. So I'm just on a 10 day regimen of some pills and some sort of stronger ointment instead of uh, what is it? Uh, you know, the usual neosporin. So yeah, right. it's it's being addressed, and I can already feel the difference. Uh, massive, no pain in the in the in the hand now. So. Mm. Yeah, I don't mess with. I it just anymore. thought I'd give a call and yeah. say, uh, you know, a PSA for mm-hmm. don't 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 treat it lightly, especially this time of year. I think uh, yeah. Kevin was talking about you know pogey slime and mm-hmm. you know everything just can get in there and it can get nasty fast. I mean, so you think betadine of, that you're carrying, betadine, yeah, betadine, yeah, betadine solution. <clears throat> yeah, you know, you can get. I mean, it's you get very it at, inexpensive. You get it at Walmart, yeah. Publix. I buy the big tube of it, and I have a little small first aid kit I keep into the leaning post in the boat so all i gotta do is flip the seat down and open it up it's in there yep. all right leo there glad you're doing better buddy be good oh absolutely and, and the last thing yeah i couldn't agree with you more with the cushions they are the greatest thing they look awful funny but by god as soon as you slap <laughs> that great, thing man. on it's a world of difference <laughs> i mean if you got bull reds on you got a little kid and, or somebody's struggling they're great Tarpon. Yep. yep yep yeah they might look weird but boy do they feel good <laughs> You said it, not me. Y'all take care. <laughs> See you, Leon. See you, Leon. Take Leon. care. Oh. Jeez. All right, let's take a break. Uh, clear hey, our thoughts from that. Hey, just uh, just let folks know, Whalen Bay went and met with them yesterday, and uh-huh. they are looking for a new outboard mechanic up to a $3,000 signing bonus. Ooh. What? Yeah. Yeah, so if you know of someone or if it's you and you're looking to work with some really good people um, – Give 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 Whalen Bay call my buddy Chad at Whalen Bay and um, talk to him. See what they have to offer. Three thousand dollar bonus. Three thousand dollar signing bonus. Pretty good. Mm, yeah, that's good, man. <laughs> A few good men. Yeah, that's good. And uh, I wonder when all this free money is going to end, so people will get back to work. No um, idea, bro. It needs to. I mean, anyway. it's, supposed, it's supposed to end in Florida. DeSantis has said that that's it's not going to continue. That's right. well, not good. Mm-hmm. Folks need to get back to work. Yeah. Nine zero four six four one. I've been working ten ten. Uh, me too. Pushing these buttons. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> working a lot. Mm-hmm. I really want to go down that politics road because I just want, I'm just not very happy when I go down that road. No. So we'll just stay away from it. It's How a, about that? It's an ugly road. Nine zero four six four one ten ten. Right here on the Nimnik. Buick GMC Outdoor Show, not politics show.
So if you're like Chris and you're completely incompetent when Wait. it comes to doing any kind of now, things around the now house. Now hold on a cop and pick a second. <laughs> completely incompetent? Uh, oh I'm boy. not what you would call a handyman, no. <laughs> but you can turn a screwdriver. But I can turn a screwdriver and yeah. yes, I can I can fix various things around the house that are, you know, small things. Completely incompetent? Uh, I tell you what, I know how to push a button. Oh, boy. Okay. Here we go. Right. The war has started. Well, if you, Everybody if, has their specialties, right, Chris? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And what okay. was what were you saying, Jeff? Let me rephrase. Oh. If you oh, are. Oh, yeah. Wait, that's right. Nearly, I do know how to push nearly, I couldn't hear you. To the level of being completely incompetent like Chris. Oh. Here we go again. I think you blew, you're bleeped out. Yeah. You're, Am I? I can't hear you. Yeah. No, you he can't hear turned me? turned you off. Yeah, that, you're good, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're off the oh, air. Oh, it works. It doesn't. That little button works. It works. <laughs> it doesn't. It works. It doesn't. I'm yeah. off. On. Am I still off? off? On. 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 You're on. good. You're good. <laughs> oh, you're off again. Handyman Travis can help you out. Yes, he can. His number is 904-510-4020. Mm-hmm. 904-510-4020. And he can take care of business now. He can handle just about anything. Fiberglass work. Mm-hmm. Back patios, dock, deck construction. Fiberglass. Yeah, sawmill. I mean. <laughs> Whatever it is. It's like, any, like anything. Yeah. You got plumbing, some issues. Yeah, yeah. Or, he could do it. He's a handyman. He is a handyman, yeah. which puts him in the category of so many different places. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. I've been getting some great pictures lately of some nice bucks. People it's getting are, close. Yeah. You know, now, speaking it, of trail cameras, would you put that in the top ten? Absolutely. Uh, the outdoor Absolutely. things. I mean, 100%. number one is Thermacell. Yeah. You got trolling motor. You got trail cameras. Uh-huh. Trail cameras are amazing. Nice trail, cameras are, trail cameras are amazing. Nice heater for the cabin. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah, you got to have a nice heater for the cabin. In your top ten? Of- yeah. Oh, yeah. You and you and Willie. Willie's like a microwave and yeah. coffee maker. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. That's not, that's, that's not in the uh, yeah. outdoor category. I mean, you gotta have coffee maker, but that's like you know, not in that, you know. In that and I was just sitting, I was sitting here thinking about this because I, I mentioned the the iPilot, the trolling motor. And when I started in inshore fish, they didn't make a saltwater trolling motor. I'm not trying to show my age here, but I guess I am, right? I mean, they didn't make a saltwater trolling. No, motor. No, they didn't. No, they, all they made was freshwater. And, and me and Minyard were the only two basically that had tro- trolling motors on our flats boats uh-huh. at the time. Off of basically that were made for bass boats. Yeah. Right. And, and the whole front of your boat was, was rust. And we'd take them back every six months and trade them in. That's what, yeah, that's and what we knew did. that it was trash, yeah. but didn't care yeah. because but, it but, gave but, you. But, but, but once you once you learned how to fish with a trolling motor inshore, you were like, man, this is awesome. you 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 just, your, your fishing level went way up. Way up. Way what up. was that motor you got on the Hydrosport? It was a Mercury thing, no, wasn't it? No, 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 what no. What was no, that? Evan Rude Ficht. F I C H T. The trolling motor? No. No. You, no, you t- had to, you had a trolling motor on that Hydrosport. And I remember that, that All Britain put it on there. Uh huh. And I can't, it wasn't a Minn Kota. It wasn't a motor guide. It, I, I don't know. 
I remember that, and, and, and it was it was and, not and, very and by good. The, by the way, um, meeting with with Whalen Bay yesterday, mm-hmm. um, I talked to them about. Uh, I've heard a rumor that Power Pole's coming out with a trolling motor, but everybody's coming out with a trolling motor. Garmin, Simrad, really, yeah, and it's all going to be. Uh, it's 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 basically going to be a package that you can buy the trolling motor, the bottom recorders, the GPSs, and everything's going to be linked. How cool is that? It's way cool. Yeah, that's it's way cool. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's good. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's competition. Yeah, I mean, for yep. years it was either Minn Kota or Motor Guy. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And that was it. That was it. And then now recently there's been a third one out on the market. What is the name of that one? Oh, uh, uh, Rodan. 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 Rodan, yeah. Okay, Rodan. So it's been basically then, so you have another player in the market. And so that's good. You're getting ready to have a but, lot of players. But yeah, I mean, if the more players that you have, and especially if you've got a name behind it like Garmin, mm-hmm. because here's the thing when you have a new company that comes out like Rodan, you're kind of hesitant to trust it mm-hmm. because you just don't know people that have had one Ever or heard. that there's been a track record. Mm hmm. With it, so you're kind of like, well, you know, let's give it a couple years and we'll see how they work. And yeah, so, but I mean, that's good that more people are in the market, and there's going to be there's some name recognition there, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I think and how gonna, cool would that be yeah, to have yeah, all of that linked, linked in? Yeah, it's all going to be linked in. Crazy cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all it's all getting ready to go to another level. Oh yeah, mm. I don't, can you imagine what some of those systems are going to cost? Oh, I. Five, six grand. Oh, at it, it, it least. Easy. I mean, well, if, oh. you're, if you're talking about the whole package. Yeah. You know, bottom recorder, GPS, Whew. you know, you, whether it be a power pole. Yeah, high dollar motor, stuff now. I mean, I was thinking more of 10, 12 grand. Maybe. You know? Yeah, for some of your bigger boats. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Well, and you know, I talked to somebody about that the other day. I talked to Christine uh, over at the uh, – Trolling motor service place over on Maple mm-hmm. Road, and I said, you know, do you foresee them making a forty-eight volt system? I mean, I think that's the next step. It's like with outboards, you're going to see more power. You know, you're going to see it go from one hundred and twelve pounds of thrust to what one hundred and thirty. Yeah. I mean, you know, you think about where you're fishing, where I'm fishing. Mm-hmm. You fish the St. Augustine jetties on a heavy outgoing tide. That thing's at eight or nine, uh, and sometimes ten, and it kicks you off. It kicks you off. Yep. They're going to come up with bigger motors for boats like yours and mine that can take four batteries that can take a 48 volt system Mm -hmm. and they're going to up the poundage that that motor can do i can see that happening yeah you know i i I don't doubt it all right let's go to the phone lines and talk to captain scott shake this morning scott hey guys how's everybody doing scotty how's everybody congratulations yesterday there kurt i'm glad i got to talk to you real quick yeah thank you there we go it was a lot of fun I didn't mean to be rude. I didn't sale. mean to be rude. That's for no, sure. No, hell, there's no. There's, I've done the same thing. I wouldn't even answer me. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> you know? I had my hands full. I, there's no doubt. There's I hate no doubt, when they. Congratulations. It, it's when you hook a sailfish and they spend more time flying out of the water, going left and mm-hmm. right, and circling the boat. It always freaks me yep. out. Oh, yeah. Because I always tell people video was awesome. don't rush it. Right. Don't pull them awesome in too video. fast. Right. Because when they're green and they're going nuts, I don't want them anywhere near me. I agree. And pulling on them even harder and turning their head back at you where yeah. it makes them don't pull on to them. jump at the boat. It's don't like, pull on them. Just keep tight. I had just to keep coaching go. my guy yesterday, Glenn. Glenn Smith was the actual angler on the rod yesterday and did a great job. And I kept telling Glenn, I said, look, don't force him. Don't turn his head yep. over here because 
He was wallowing next to the boat. He ran three or four times right next to the boat and just took off again. I was like, God, he's still green. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't really want to grab him. I don't want to touch him. Nope. <laughs> well, one, I want to see where the hooks are at before I grab him. That's right. Him. Amen. Yep. Good pair of gloves. You know, I mean, you know, good pair of gloves. And I've done it before where it was too scary. And I said, the hell with this. I'm grabbing him with a towel because at least that way the trouble, you know, the trouble is going to stick in that towel and not me, mm-hmm. you know. That's the scary thing when they get to when they get to window or you know windshield wiping and stuff right next to the boat and flailing around it, you know it's only a thirty five forty pound animal but I mean damn it'll whoop you I can promise you yeah it'll hurt you it's ugly mm-hmm. um chiming in on Leon um which everybody needs to look at this um two thousand sixteen two thousand eighteen I spent some time in the hospital um because of getting septic with pogey juice, pogey slime, all that kind of stuff. Whether it's in your hand, the main part of um, the the infectious disease doctor told me is cuts in your hand and cuts on your feet. We know that we all stand in the salt water in the summertime because it's really nice, but the salt also dries out your skin. So in turn, you start cracking and stuff like that, okay? And it entered through my blood system to where I had to have blood transfusions. Um, I ran 103 temp for two days. Um, Kevin knows this. I mean, I thought I was having a heart attack. I had both follow me in because um, I didn't think I could make it in. Um, it is no joke. So that Benadine does work. You know, gloves work. The biggest thing is, is everybody likes comfortable shoes. And I mean, Kevin yells at me all the time because I wear boots every day. I wear them. I wear those uh, extra toughs. Little cat, um, extra toughs. I wear hooks um, and extra toughs every day. I do the same thing. Fan always of hey boat. You know you got your boat shoes with your canvas and all that kind of stuff. What happens is that canvas soaks in not only the fish oils and stuff, but also your body oils and everything, and will actually do more harm than good. So I know Kevin. Kind of sort of wears closed-toed shoes. He likes the sandals, um, which is great. I prefer wearing boots where they don't get I don't get wet feet and stuff like that. And if I do, I ch- have a spare set on the boat that I change my change my shoes out and don't stand in wet shoes all day long. Um, but it is something that you can. I mean, you can get. I mean, it could kill you. I mean, it, it gets in your bloodstream oh, yeah, you and can, you become septic. Or lose a you know lose a limb. Absolutely. Lose a limb. I mean, it was, you know, my left leg to this day, all the way up to high up to my shin, has a tan line mark where it won't get any tanner because the poison worked up up to the bottom of my kneecap. So um, if you look at it, you can see actually the the line where it stopped. Um, But it is no joke. It is, you need to keep, need to keep clean, Mm -hmm. especially this time of year. Well, Dennis Godfrey, you know, God bless him, you know, Dennis friend of mine that worked for Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, you know, during the hurricane, what was it, Michael? Yeah, that's right. Got his leg pinched and then went fishing and got that MRSA in his leg. And unfortunately, Dennis did lose, you know, lose his leg. Oof, that's just terrible. Um, So, I mean, it's a serious thing, you know. I mean, we've been harping on it the last couple of weeks, months, about having appropriate first aid kits in the boat to address stuff like this. It's very important. Yep. All right, buddy, it we, we got to run. Appreciate it. You do. I know you do. Yep. Bye, guys. See, See ya. ya. All right, Scotty. Cap Scott Shank checking in here on the 
Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoors. <laughs> I just try to put Scott Shank and Nimnik Buick GMC in the same sentences. You know, I start thinking about when he was hosting the show. And, Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> GMC. You if you want to give us a call, 641-1010. We'll be right back. CNH Marine Construction, if you're looking to uh, get your little piece of waterfront, you know, a little slice of heaven, CNH Marine Construction does bulkheads, docks, boathouses, boat lifts. They do the maintenance on the boat lifts. They do it all at CNH Marine Construction. So turn your little piece of waterfront into a slice of heaven. CNH Marine Construction. Go to the homepage of outdoorshow.com. Two S's back to back and click on the CNH Marine Construction link. To get their phone number, website, all that good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been using them for a long time. So, the uh, we've got a couple questions here. And this is interesting. This one's a good one now. Okay. This one's from John, and he's going to be staying down in Crescent Beach area yep. for a week. And he asked this question. He said, hey, I'm going to be staying about a month down at Crescent. Is it ever safe to take a 15-foot Carolina skiff out of Matanzas Inlet? And uh, my answer to that was, and I'm going to read this to you, what I wrote them. So many, tr- many folks have tried and failed, and it's not worth the risk, in my opinion. Very few locals even do it. Look, I, That's a fact. It's, it, it would be really easy, really easy for me to run the ditch and go out of Matanzas. And, you know, I don't – there's no way. I'm not going to do it. I mean, it's just it, – it's, it's dangerous. It, it's, it's dangerous. I, and I don't care – you know, look, I, I know the guys that do it all the time. I I, I get it. But even even, even top, those guys even those guys are like, <laughs> whoo, we had a tough time getting in and out of that inlet. I mean, it's not it's not an inlet. No. I mean, it's kind of it's a pass. Not, it is not a navigable yeah. inlet. Yeah. Well, and it the thing is, it's it's always in a situation down there where you've got variable swell. And if the swell and tides change down there, it changes the, the way the water rips in and out of that little crack. Well, uh, well That's here's, what's so dangerous. Here, here's the other thing. At low tide, from Fort Matanzas to the bridge, you better know where you're going because it's only <laughs> about six feet wide. It ain't much. Yeah, it ain't much. And if you don't know how, how, how to run that channel, and, uh, that, and, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not so sure that I would even remember where it is because I, it's been well, so it long. Well, it changes constantly. It changes constantly. Yeah, I, mean, so, I, mean, I remember for years you actually had to come out of the bridge, take a left in the gully down the beach, and yeah, run yeah, for yeah, two yeah. or three hundred yards yeah. before you could turn east. Yeah, that was that was the old. That's when it was kind of passable. Yeah, you know when there was when there was like you said a little north cut there. Yeah, you know, uh, but but if there was any kind of a swell, I'll right, push you right on the beach. Screwed, I, yeah. I just oh, remember yeah. the t- the times that I've gone in and out of there, and I've never been the driver. Right. Okay, and then, and I've gone out of there with the Miles family. And you want to talk about pucker factors? Yes, sir. Oh, and yeah. I'm not talking just with me. I'm yeah. talking about the the family that does it. Yeah. You know that that would do that. Uh-huh. They live there. They do. They do that often. They're puckered up. Yeah. And you're literally you're trying to time up the waves mm-hmm. because there is no deep channel to get out. And you're trying to make sure that you don't have a wave right. break on you in the boat. Yeah, that's not and, cool. And I probably know three people personally who've sunk boats danny uh danny patrick danny did. patrick yeah. turned one over there yeah he flipped one there yeah. just so. destroyed the boat yeah absolutely 
So no, I I, I wouldn't. I, I I mean I don't do it. I mean I live there. I, I mean, remember I, the last time I did it, I was fishing and we were coming down the beach, and we were sitting outside and it was probably two to threes. It was a gentle, glassy day, and. I remember, man, there's no way I can get through there and get back in, but I really would like to go back in. And I remember this guy came out in a bass boat and he saw us sitting there and he goes, y'all wanting to go back in? And I said, yeah, I'm a little unsure of where the channel is. Follow me. And I'm like, uh, okay. That's when I had that Mako. Yeah. That 17 foot mm -hmm. Mako. It's like 20 years ago, 20 and some change. And I remember I turned around and followed him and I remember he rolled that boat. Pitch pulled it right there in front of us. I'm like, oh, my no God. No way. 200 yards in front of us. Yes, sir. And he flipped it. It was a little bass boat, and he flipped it over, came up on the other side, and he was still holding the steering wheel. I'm like, you have got to be kidding. <laughs> yep. No. Full of water, and the motor was still running. I'm like, there's no way. Did you make it? Yep. Kept going. Water was draining out. I, I got right up next to him. I said, you all right? Yep. Keep coming. Come on. We got it. I'm going. <laughs> Old Menorcan. And he was just flying in there. And I'm like, man, this guy's crazy as a loon. Crazy. And we I, followed I, him. I remember years ago, um, James and I and brother, brother brother Dave were fishing Kingfish Tournament right there at Matanzas. Uh -huh. He got caught in some freak nor'easter. And we had to go you know, back to St. Augustine, obviously, to wave fishing and stuff. And James is like, let's just go in Matanzas. I'm like. I would rather get my butt kicked going back to St. Augustine yeah. than, than to go. And, and we did, too. It took us an hour and 30 minutes to get back. But I was not going mm -mm. to that inlet, man. Not, I mean, especially with the Northeast. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's, that's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> that thing shifts around so much. It's just weird. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it is weird. Yeah, that was a good answer. How's the St. Augustine inlet right it's now? It's terrible. Still bad? It's terrible. Any kind of an outgoing tide, um, and it's just, you know – Thank goodness, you know, if if you you know if you know how to use the North Cut, which if you if you watch people or, or go with somebody, it's not it's really not that hard. But it's gotten shallow at, at a low tide. But any even anything of an outgoing tide, man, it's just it's it's a nasty inlet. I tell you what, Mayport the last couple of days have been pretty heinous. Yeah, they they've been dredging so much, they've got it deepened. Yeah, the volume of water coming out on this full moon. Yeah, that that bar. Outside of the, the inlet the other day, I mean, the south bar, Steve even called me on the radio and goes, look, I had to go all the way around the second set of twins to north of Fort George to cut back in because the bar was that nasty. Yeah. I was like, darn. Yeah, it's it, – it, it, those inlets are no joke. But, I mean, you know, we watched some of those videos from Hallover. Oh, I uh, – You know, I mean, those those no inlets. Oh, no, no thanks. No, yeah, no, I ain't doing that. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Where where is that at though? Hallover Inlet. That's it's, their Jupiter Inlet. Yeah. Okay. Because that that one and is there another one? Sebastian. So Sebastian and Hallover. Mm -hmm. Sebastian Inlet. Uh, Hallover Inlet. Um, Ponce is no joke. Ponce is another. Jupiter Inlet's pretty yep. funky. I tell you where else is nasty is Oregon Inlet and up in the Carolinas. Oh yeah, I've been out of that. Yeah one. yeah yeah. That, that's, that's that's the one where the guys the wicked tuna guys yeah, yeah. are going in and out yeah. of. Yeah. I nope. run that one too, and that's. They're That's going no across joke. shoals, man. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I've seen that too off of Seabrook Island in Charleston. Mm -hmm. Running out of seat between Seabrook and, and Folly Beach and, and Kiwa Island. Holy out of Seabrook Inlet. That's nasty. And the thing is, it's like off of uh, 
St. Simons. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking out there five miles five offshore. Miles off, it's and breaking. It, and it's breaking. It's one foot deep. Yeah. Five miles out. Mm-hmm. And you're going, what the what? <laughs> you know? See people crazy. walking around on sandbars She's five right. miles offshore? Yeah, it's crazy. Weird. That'll get you puckered up. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, let's take a break. But uh, while we're taking a break or heading to the break, Rick, we sang him a happy birthday song. Yeah. He didn't like well, it. you you made noises. Did he did he thank us? He did. He said singing. thank you, man. He said that was awesome, and it sets the tone for the rest of the day. He said, "Now give you each oh, twenty dollars for some singing lessons." Yeah, there you go. That's a good I idea. We did pretty good. Yeah, I thought I thought yeah. we should. Yeah, you all three y'all are tone deaf. I mean, compared to okay, Frangie, agreed. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, dude, we're, that's... we're like solid gold material Do compared you to Frangie. Hear what I hear. <laughs> Great. Tell me we can't do better than this. Seriously, who told him he could sing? <laughs> Every time you play this, you, you get all puckered up. You're like, really? That's terrible. Man, that's terrible. I hope he made a lot of money from that. You really think he made a, any money out of that? His family all bought him. He's still in the Sold a thousand copies. In the red on that. Yeah, really? Now. Sold a thousand copies? Yeah, to, to no, his he family. Did not. He bought them. He bought them all. <laughs> yeah, he didn't sell any. <laughs> Nobody's buying that. Perfect That's stocking terrible. stuffer. All right, we got a, we got a good um, ring power tip when we come back. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet of equipment in the industry and also the most dependable, which keeps your job site running smoothly without interruption and also at a highly efficient rate. If you'd like to learn more, go to ringpower.com. And uh, this week's tip includes a video on our Facebook page, so check it out pretty crazy video and, and it's it's kind of ironic because i had a ring power trip that day with zach lee and he brought two two clients john mcgrory and rich hosmer and i pull up to the spot and i'm like all right guys look very good chance we're gonna catch some kingfish maybe a couple cobia there's been a lot of cobia in the area i said but there's a very good chance too that we're gonna see some sharks you know and and um first fish you you'll see the video it's like, Kirk, I, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, I've, I, again, I'm not trying to scare people, but the we have a shark problem right now. There's, there's, there's no other way to put it because the guys can't catch redfish at the jetties. Um, we, we're having a hard time going out and, and catching any kind of – Jeff, it used to be barracudas. You know, we would lose a few kingfish to barracudas a year. But this, this is – this is crazy. I mean, this is they, – they eat the whole thing. They eat your rig. Um, you, and the only thing you can do is pop them off. That's it. Yeah, the thing is they've gotten incredibly aggressive. And yeah. it seems like when you get the first run on uh, kingfish, you're okay. Mm-hmm. It's when they make that second run, and if they start to go down, if they go down, you're done. Yeah. If they stay on top, you've got a better chance of catching them. And then I'm like you, I'm setting the drags tighter right. on the strike than I normally would, and you're losing a few fish. 
but then you're having to almost lock them down to get them in the boat. Absolutely, and that's kind of the ring power tip is that if you are going to go offshore, there's there's plenty of kingfish, but there's a lot of sharks. It's don't you have to get out of your mind the way you normally catch kingfish. You you you've got to set set that dragon what four or five pounds, Kirk, oh, and, if and, not and, more, if not more. And and when that fish makes that run, I mean you you've got you got to stay on top of him and don't finesse him. Like like you normally would a kingfish. If you if you want one to eat, then you've you've got to lock it down. And and when he comes by the boat, sometimes you got to gaff him green. But that's just the way it is. And that's that's typically at the wrecks, right, in the inlets. Well, you know, have you it's like not. for example, the reason it's, I asked this is like yesterday, Kirk, you go and you catch this beautiful sailfish, right? And, that, and that's on natural bottom. Yeah, that's on natural bottom. Okay, and we had sharks all over us. Yeah, and you had sharks on that. Oh yeah, we, we had, had sharks all over us that, the whole time we were that, out. That there. shark. Right, there's all natural bottom, bro. Wow. There's there ain't there ain't a wreck within miles. Okay. Of there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem to make a difference right no. now. That's what's really odd. Usually, what That's you right. were saying would be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they would be mostly around the wrecks and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now they're all on the natural bottom, the ledges. It seems like if you hook a fish and you catch one or two, watch out because the third one you're probably going to have somebody try to come up and Absolutely. eat. Absolutely. Agreed. And it's not just one or two. Big sharks and, and, and Jeff, just think Multiple. about think about where he's fishing. Okay, he's miles from me. Yeah, miles. Yeah. Oh, twenty five miles. And, and everything in between is the same thing, bro. You can't. It was the, those guys that were fishing due north of me, three or four miles. They were losing fish. You know, these guys that are inshore with me, they're losing fish. Guys fishing to the jetties, losing they can't, fish. They can't catch. They can't catch a fish. I mean, just think of the number of the sharks that are there. That's now. what I'm saying. Yeah. What is the number? Yeah. I don't Dr. Know. White needs to get O-Search guys down here. Start tagging uh, I, these absolutely. things. Absolutely. We could tag some bulls and some sand. I sand totally agree. Sharks. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, it, so what, I mean, here's the crazy thing. I mean, we've seen a pretty pretty big increase in sharks. Yes. I mean, and really not, big. And these are not coastal sharks. These are off. These are like offshore. you got to go out six, usually six miles to start seeing a lot of these big ones. From six to as far as I've been, I don't care if you go yeah. twenty or thirty. I mean, the, miles. the ones at the jetties aren't this. No, you know, but they're they're still seven to eight feet. But these things are they're ten to twelve feet, man. I mean, they're they're airplanes. They're huge, and you don't think they're fast? Huh. Think again, brother. Yeah, you saw that video I showed yeah. you—that one blowing up on the surface. Yeah, it's like wow. I mean, yeah. they're hitting these kings like they're lures. Absolutely. No, well, <laughs> let let me like, ask you a question yeah, because you know, I mean. 20 years ago, did you see that? No. No. So, no. Five years ago. I five never years saw ago. That. That's right. What, it, what's changed? Something in the last couple of years. I I hate to say it, but the, the, uh, it, could, it, it could be Snapper. Could be the population of, of – there's so much of, for them to feed on now around these – Natural bottoms around it, 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 it it's it's attractive. And now, was, was there a market for sharks years ago? Used to be, used, used to, to be shark yeah. boats that come into Mayport. Yeah. What did Big what do they what do they do with them? I don't know. I don't know. Like if you know, been, if you had it, people, it, it, were, it wasn't like shark fin soup. So if that's what you're no, asking, no, they were but, actually yeah filleting them and, yeah. and selling them at market. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It would they were commercially harvested and sold to market. Okay, shark steaks. Shark steaks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys ever have shark steak? I've had black tip. It's okay. Chunks of black tip. Yeah, we had this conversation a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's it's okay. It's not my favorite. No. It can be kind of tough. Mm hmm. And bland. Yeah. Bland. You know, just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. A small three or four foot black tip 
if you take it and eviscerate it after it's died in the cooler mm-hmm. and clean it out and just put it back in the cooler, it's it's not too bad. Yeah. I've cut it into chunks and it's not too bad. But if you get one of them big giant ones, I'm not a big fan. And and, and by the it's way, not, um, from from, from what I understand, they had a and I, and I don't know exactly where it was, Jeff, but somewhere in South Florida, they had a big meeting with bunch of charter captains to the local chamber of commerce and they were just absolutely livid the charter captains about the, what's going on with the sharks this hmm. south florida i mean there's something going on yeah you know uh, kirk, kirk and i have been fishing our whole lives out there okay and obviously we, we see changes uh, all, all the time and this changes you there's there's just no doubt that there's way more sharks i mean Kirk, I, I mean, seriously, I, I went years and years without ever seeing a bull shark. Yeah. Years. Yeah. You know? I You'd went, see tiger sharks once in a while. Once in a while. What I'm saying is once in a while we'd see a tiger shark. Mm-hmm. Dude, sharks, bull sharks and, and tigers are just prevalent. They're yeah. everywhere now. I mean, it's not a, it's, it's, it's more common now to see them than not to see them. You know, the one shark that I would like to see from a boat, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. want to be in the water with it, is a thresher. Yeah, that would be cool. I've seen a couple. Have you? Yeah, I've seen a few. In in the, in the summertime? Um, no winter. Winter. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah. Winter yeah, yeah. time. Okay. And they seem to be, they seem to gravitate more towards cold water. Right. Um, I know. I've I've seen a couple of them breach out near the jetties, and you can always tell when you see them because their tails. Yeah, absolutely. Are just yeah, they're incredibly long. How long are they ballpark? Like like if you had like five, a, five foot, their tails are five foot from yeah. one end to the other, five or six feet long. They're and I'm talking about, you know, the top to bottom, mm-hmm. not the, the the length from the nose to the tail. I'm just talking top to bottom. They're just giant. So Robbie, Robbie wants to chime in about why there's sharks everywhere. Okay, all right. Let's bring bring him up. Morning, Robbie. Hey, good morning, sirs. Morning, morning. How's it going? Good. good. What do you think about uh, Shark Week, man? Every year, Discovery does Shark Week, and and they tell the people how important and fragile the sharks are but now we've been doing it for 10 years and now we got a shark infestation i believe they're important to the ecosystem and i I do too yes sir i really do i i I detest and deplore the fact that they fin these sharks in other parts of the world and throw the whole carcass in the water i think that's such a waste i yes sir I, I can't I can't get my head around that kind of a deal, but so so here, here there are a lot of them. Let me just chime like. in real quick because I I was I, I pulled up this piece of information on thresher sharks just because I was curious and reading it. It said uh, uh, sharks popular sport fish. They're hunted for their meat, their livers, mm-hmm. and they I guess liver oil. I guess shark liver oil is something popular for something uh, skin. Also for the leather and then the fins for the shark fin soup, but I never, I never knew that uh, the livers for liver oil. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess that's why the killer whales eat the livers first. You know what I mean? It must and, be and, good. And so I, I, out of curiosity, so I'm now I just clicked on the shark liver oil. It says shark liver oil is an oil obtained from the livers of sharks. Obviously, it has been used for centuries as a folk remedy to promote the healing of wounds. And as a remedy for respiratory tract and digestive system problems, huh. it is still promoted as a dietary supplement. 
and additional claims have been made that it can treat other maladies such as cancer, HIV, radiation sickness, swine flu, and the common cold. Sounds wow. Huh. Pretty pretty important no, stuff. No, I no guess, kidding. Yeah. I'll be up with you. I mean, if if I had <laughs> cancer, I'd go kill some sharks and eat liver. Uh, I mean, right? I'm sure. normally a freshwater guy, and you know, uh, we we got gators on our lakes, and you know, I'm like, man, you can't just kill a gator, but if if he's swimming around my kids and all that, if he's threatening, he, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Anyways, fellas, I just had that thought, man. I appreciate right, you buddy. guys. I listen to y'all every Saturday, man. Thank, thank, thank you, Thank you. We appreciate thank you. Yeah, God yeah. bless you. Man. All right, so what is the biggest thresher you guys have ever seen before we go to a break? I, I've never seen one. but You've never I, seen one? I've, I've never say seen ten, one. 10 feet. 10 feet? 10 feet. I'm just curious as what may be the I – mean, are you saying 10 feet from the nose to the tip of that long tail? Yeah. Really? Uh, I'd like to know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up in a break and find out exactly what. And that was from a couple hundred yards. Yeah. They have a propensity to, to to breach. Yeah, they'll jump clean out of the water. They say that the threshers can reach 20 feet. I don't doubt it. And that's a big one. 1,100 pounds. Oh, wow, that's a big one. How about that? No. What the hell? Much? I, 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 I don't know how much he's like this bull shark that's in this video. What how much that dude weighs? Man? I don't know, but that's five hundred. I it's think it's got to be five hundred. Yeah, five hundred pounds. Yeah, I mean, folks, if you haven't seen it, go to our Facebook page. Yeah, the crazy. video is up. Yeah, the one that we're talking about, which is related to our ring power. That was that was week. this week. That was that was on that was on Thursday. And that's what we're talking about yeah. with this ring power thing. You know, look, and here's the thing: do not stick your hands in the water. Nope. Do not. I mean, if you like your hands, don't do it. If you don't like your hands. Stick them in the water. <laughs> 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. <music> Coastal Clinton on New Kings Road, Anna McClenney, your home of the Kubota tractor. And don't forget, uh, they also have zero-turn mowers. They also have, at Coastal Clinton, they have the Gravely zero-turn mowers. They have all the land pride attachments for the back of those Kubota tractors and hot seat pressure washers and steel power equipment, especially with deer season coming up. You need a chainsaw, a little pole saw or something, coastal equipment, they've got it. So and, I, I had a question about your hat, mm-hmm. right? So My hat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's flat bill, right? So yeah. Why, 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 don't, why don't you bend it? You know, it won't. It's funny. I was, I was thinking the same thing. Okay, it won't bend. I, I, it, really? No, like let me I have just, it. Like I try to bend it. Let and me it, have it. I'll bend it. it. No, <laughs> give me that thing. I'll bend that. No, because sucker. I was looking at Kirk, Chris, me. You know, we yours got, is bent. Yeah, mine's kind of flat. It, it is, yours is flat. This one, this one's almost brand new, man. I've got it. I, I, I you know, I, all the time I'm bending it, and I'm looking at yours, and you got that. See, that, I like that. it a little bit flatter. Really? Yeah. You're trying to make a fashion. He's thing. a hipster. Yeah. yeah. That's, no, 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 that's no. what the hipsters do. No, because if you bend it, then you're actually losing the coverage of. Don't even. It's no. It's a model no, thing. Yeah. You're just being a hipster. Yeah. No. 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 You know, no. It's, I've, it's, I've it's, got hats. I was just wondering if you're going through like that middle age crisis thing. He is no? totally. Is one hundred percent trying to do the young thing. I have 100%. hats that yeah, actually some are, uh, are are curved on the on the brim, uh-huh. and then this particular model that uh, it's a Hagen Coast Flatfoot yeah. hat. This particular model has a flat brim. So okay. some of the hats I have, you know, like my my bearded pig hat, uh-huh. that's got the curve to it. Okay. My outdoor show hats. By the way, I did talk to Diane this week. Okay. We are going to have some hats coming. Okay. And uh, 
So then we won't have to worry about you looking at my flat hat anymore. Okay, I was just, I, 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 at least I asked Kirk, you know, he was like, you know, I really don't know why he's doing that. No problem there, hipster. <laughs> well, I'm just sorry that you guys just, you know, you aren't cool. <laughs> That's true. We're yeah, not we're, cool. We're, we're, not we're cool. just a bunch we're of We're not cool. Yeah, we're fogies. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, not we're cool. cool. Yeah. You're not. Now, uh, yeah, they're not cool. I'm totally incompetent. Right, I think that's how it's uh, gone well, this morning. Yeah, I mean, that's, well, yeah. I mean, Here's a good picture of a oh, hat. Yes, no. That's yes, Vivian no. Bissett, the Canadian yes. soccer <laughs> no. player for the University of South Florida. And she's representing the outdoor she's show. I like it. I gave them, the girls are like, we need more outdoor show hats. We okay. have. We actually have some women's hats coming. We need women's hats. Yes, we for have sure. women's hats coming, and we're going to have hats with like a little I'll send that to Terry. Uh, leather outdoor show logo patch on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we got we got some good stuff coming. Okay, good. So that some of the some of the uh, folks that like to represent the outdoor show, they can have a hat. Well, it's been a while too since we've bought some hats. It has been a long I mean, while. I mean, I, I don't even have an outdoor show hat. Oh, come on! Oh. You too? I no, I, I mean, it, 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 I would. You don't wear, have any new ones. I wouldn't wear still... the one I have in public. <laughs> well, why not? Oh, it's, good. it's awful. Oh. It, it, All right, we'll get some new ones. Yeah, yeah. We'll get some new ones. So uh, last week, mm-hmm. this was uh, pretty cool, and uh, because you cooked this for the Jaguars game on yes. Saturday night, so let's go ahead and do a Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. I absolutely sent you pictures of what Kerry was. And uh, yeah, I know you didn't cook it. And Hell folks, no. uh, Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to learn more. You did some wings. We did some wings. I love Carrie's wings. She does such – I mean, you know, she she takes her time when she cooks. You know what I mean? It, it's like just just watching her, first off, you know, it's it, putting them on the pan and making sure they're all seasoned correctly, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and then and lets them get to room temperature – all she does all that stuff. I mean, it takes a while to cook for her to cook wings. Sure, it's not something that she just takes out. What time y'all usually eat dinner? At eight p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so between seven and eight. But I mean, this was this was game day. You know, right. I mean, so what, which what, game kickoff was, was seven? So, 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 so this was at five o'clock because we had to be at the neighbors at six. But she had been cooking these all day. Um, so anyway, uh, and, and then obviously she makes up her own sauce, which is. So I'm a little confused on the, on the post. Okay. Okay, because I'm going to read it. Okay. It says, in a decent size ramekin or small bowl. What's a ramekin? It's like a little uh, condiment. A small bowl. Condiment mm-hmm. bowl. It's about two to three inches around. Okay, Very I got small. you. Uh, in a bowl. If you, if you click on the top picture, you'll see a ramekin. Okay. Okay. So, uh, okay, so I just did. Okay, mm-hmm. now I see what a ramekin is. It's a bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why we had to use the term ramekin. Kirk? It's a ramekin. It's, it's been in the restaurant business and food industry for 50 years. Why don't we have to say a bowl? No, it's it a was, ramekin. Not, it's no, a, a ramekin. It was actually invented by a chef named Henri. <laughs> oh, I mean, really? I mean, Here let's put go. a fancy name on something, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Everybody in the restaurant business knows what a ramekin is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you take a good amount of teriyaki, then you add a little daddle sauce, uh-huh. a little bit of Worcestershire sauce, uh-huh. garlic powder, and soy. Uh-huh. Soy, soy garlic sauce. powder. Huh? Like a tablespoon? Well, you, listen, I, I know you cook the same way. Carrie doesn't have 
Yeah, just a pinch of this. Yeah, exactly. You know, and she sticks her finger in. Because when when Tara asked for this, and I asked Carrie, Carrie's like, I don't have a recipe, but let's just take a picture. I mean, that's why I put Mm -hmm, then, mm -hmm. you know, um, according to your taste. Because, you know, you may want a little hotter. You may want a little sweeter. Okay, but my question mm -hmm. is this, because the directions after you Mm -hmm. mix up this stuff in a bowl. Yep. Okay. uh, Not something else. Okay, you make sure the wings are cooked through and done, and then you baste one side, cover for a few minutes, and then flip and then baste the other side. So you're cooking these chicken wings and then adding this little sauce to them at the end of the cook. That's correct. Okay, so you're not doing it the whole time while they're cooking. No. Why not? No. Because it'll burn. It'll burn, yeah. It's just just enough to— Over charcoal, you can't do that. you got to wait till the very end or it'll burn. Right. Why? Because the caramelization in the soy yeah, you, will it, burn. It'll be it's nothing. Got, it's got condensed sugars in it. If you put it on there, sugar will burn quickly. Okay. Huh. Yeah, you got to. I mean, that, that's yeah. why I asked. I know what I didn't you're know. doing. Yep. You, you got to. Well, I mean, it, well, so, yeah, so let me ask you this. Flipping good. So are they completely done before you baste them, or are they close to being done when you baste them? Pretty much done. Okay. Because it's and it's only uh, like, you know, she, she, she baste them. And, and lets it sit for a minute. minutes and that's and, it? Yep, and then, and then baste it. Now, yep. do you put a little bit of that sauce, okay, over the top of the, of the chicken wings after it's done, or can you dip the wings in that or not? I mean, um, obviously, you don't want I imagine you could do whatever you want. You don't want to take, yeah. if, if you're basting, yeah, you don't if you're take basting, a, you're, and you're raw chicken. Your, but let's right, say, right, you, right, let's right. say you made two bowls, would you have right. another bowl to dip the chicken right. wing in or not? I, I don't know that we've ever dipped it in there, but if, okay. there, if, there's, if there's some left over in the ramekin, in the bowl, <laughs> I do. Yeah, in the bowl, you can um, do she it. Will, you she can will, do shooters of it if you want. Right. Yeah. You know, you could put a little shot on the side and take a couple bites of chicken and mm-hmm. do a shot. I'm just telling you, man. There's so. I'd good. like to. I mean, I, I, it looks good to they're me. So good. And that's your Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Now you need a little sauce to dip the wings in. Blue cheese. Um. Yeah. With ranch. Ranch. Is I'm what, a blue is what cheese guy. Yeah. You're a blue cheese guy or ranch? Yeah. I, I'm a blue cheese guy. Yeah. Me too. I'm blue I'm a, cheese. I'm a blue yeah. and celery. Kirk has ruined me. She she is all about carrots and celery. I gotta and, have some and, celery and, and ranch. Yep. And tiger sauce. Tiger sauce. Yep, tiger sauce. If you want, to, I put tiger sauce on there. Bro. Tiger sauce mixed with the blue cheese that to dip a chicken mom. wing it's, in. There's nothing better. I, it, I totally listen from I'm fifty all fifty. It. Sweet yep. baby rays and a little bit of tiger no, sauce. No, not Son. sweet baby rays. Oh, let me tell you, I'm not a barbecue sauce guy. But I will tell you, there is a barbecue place because we're we're foodies. There's a barbecue place in Waycross. It's called Hog and Bones. I've had a few sandwiches from there. Okay. They have the best barbecue sauce I've ever had. It's called uh, their original. You'll have to bring us some. I will. And I'm just telling you right now, you're going to go, oh, can, can you buy my it? gosh. Yeah, you can buy you it. Because I go buy there obviously all the time. So. What you is can it, buy ketchup it. or mustard base? No, it's kind of a vinegar. Okay. Mm, really? Like a little vinegary, but it's, it's so different. It's, mm. it's, yeah, it's very different. Put it this way. They have a really good breakfast sandwich there. And then they have tater tots in the morning. <laughs> I will get their barbecue Don't sauce. Tell me you're no. eating tater tots. If you and I ate like, like that, oh my God. And we would be, I'll we'd dip, be huge. I'll dip the tater yeah, like tots in. I, I have no tater tots for breakfast. Is that what you really just said? Yeah. I never eat that it's, kind of it food. Come, like, if you get the meal, so if you get the meal, I'd be you get the breakfast sandwich, which is Texas toast, two eggs, 
lots of bacon. So you and could cheese. have eaten you could have eaten that sandwich this morning that, that that Carrie made you and a plate of tater tots. I could have eaten two sandwiches and tater tots. <laughs> no way. I'd be looking for I'd be comatose. But I'd take the tater tots and I'd dip them in that original their original sauce. Golly. And it's awesome. Okay. Awesome. All right, let's take a break and then we'll talk to Gene. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> 904-641-1010, right here on the Mimic Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, uh, Nimic Chevrolet's done it again. Congratulations to them. They have won GM Dealer of the Year three years in a row now. Okay. They are one of 75 dealers that qualified for this award, and there's over 3,000 dealerships in our country. So congratulations to the folks at Nimnik Chevrolet. Great job, and, uh, and I know it takes a lot of hard work, and you guys certainly do that. And again, go to uh, Nimnik.com to learn more. Congratulations, folks. All right, let's go to the phone lines. And Gene wants to talk a little Volano fishing. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Good, good. So first, I'd like to say I, I've seen. I love y'all show. Listen every Saturday, every chance I get. I've seen logs a few times out and about at the El Cheapo, at the grocery store. Always a very polite gentleman. Always says you know hi when I say hey. Uh, always startles me to see what a large human he is in person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But you know that, that's all that the, the, the yeah, stops it yet, at Hog and Bones, Gene, and all those other <laughs> restaurants. Man, I just can't help it. Uh, but, uh, I, I did try to speak to Captain Kirk one day, and he told me to shove off. But uh, <laughs> I know he's a busy man. You're such a I hope, bad guy. Oh, I hope one day. I hope one day I'll have enough money to to charter Captain Kirk and go fishing with him. Um, but anyway, I was I was calling. We'll talk to you then. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I fish. I'm I'm a I'm a regular, a, a local rather. I, I fish all over Volano. I, I I I tend to have better luck at Mayport than Volano, but and and it's hard. All the stars have to align to actually go fishing uh, when you work and have three mm-hmm. kids. But we got a few hours uh, tomorrow morning uh, to go fish Volano in the boat do a little inshore fishing and like uh last weekend we went out there and tried to fish the rocks tried to fish the flounder hole and just didn't have much luck Mm -hmm. you know with the typical you know we tried everything we fished some docks just the bridge the 312 bridge you know bottom fishing with Carolina. we had some finger mullet live shrimp dead shrimp caught caught a few flounder but it just seems slow and just a tough bite lately yeah Um, it's um it's it's really weird i I did have an inshore trip this week and and had i ended up having an excellent day but three of the four spots that that i hit had nothing nothing i mean you know it's catfish and stingrays and i mean it was like wow what's going on here so if you're going, to, what was the tide? You got two o'clock low tide. It'll be high tide. You're in the be, morning. Yeah, the tide. The tide should be uh, coming in. Yeah. We'll, we'll get the first two hours of incoming. Yeah, and then you know we can only fish till like one, so okay. we'll get a few hours of outgoing. Isn't that but, good? Uh, what you're talking about? Yeah, the, you know incoming that, tide, that high water that around high, the docks. That, that high incoming tide around the docks, and then and then obviously there's been there's been some fish. Um, at the rocks, that you know the South Rocks also on that that high incoming tide. 
and and then that's just a great flounder tide. You know, I would try your your flounder spots again. Um, the the other thing that that you might want to try, which on a high high incoming tide, and Kirk and I do this all the time, is any of those seawalls that you you know that you see around the inlet. Um, sure. You know, mangrove the, being caught too. Mangroves, yeah. Uh, Cajun thunders, uh, like you know, ten, twelve pound fluorocarbon, a little split shot, a little live, live bait hook, and you know, either live mud minnow, live a uh, little finger mullet, or a live shrimp around those seawalls. There's there, there there's been a lot of fish around there. Okay. Yep. Well, cool. I will give that a try. I, I mean, to the south, we tried the south rocks as well, and just. You know, it was marking tons of fish, but right. nothing would, would bite. So, What was the uh, tide when you were there the last time, you remember? It was low. It yeah, was low. there you go. There's the difference. Yeah, it, it, it is yeah, different. And, and I know the tide wasn't great, but you go when you can, you know? Yeah, yeah no, I hear you. No, no. no. And, and Gene, are, are you fishing uh, further to the east on the South Rocks? Yeah, well, we'll go out of Kamachi, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I like to fish right inside uh, the, the South Rocks. That yeah. little cutout right there is a great spot, and then just up, up and down the the rocks out towards you know the ocean, yep. and try okay. try a couple little spots. And well, you're doing the right thing. It, it look it, yeah, it, it stick, has, stick with it. Yeah, it you has got a better been tide tomorrow. It, look, look, and, and here's the here's the deal. And and two weeks from now, you're going to be calling, going, "My God, there's so many fish out there." You know, it, yeah, no. it's 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 August, man. It's tough. Would, yeah, it is. Would you would you suggest we probably uh, just stick to the docks? considering the tide and and stuff since it's coming in high just go just go uh, uh, uh I, I, I would I, I would I would fish the docks and the seawalls on on the the rest of the incoming tide but the last 30 minutes of the incoming tide I'd be at the rocks the south Great. rocks okay thank you very much yeah man all right thank you Gene yeah. and by the Bye. way um I have never in my life ever seen Kirk rude to Anyone. Me either. <laughs> Never. <laughs> like, Must have been a Kirk like, person. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I don't know, man. Kirk yeah. can be a little grouchy every once in a while. You catch Kirk on the wrong mood, you I'm know? Not grouchy. A lot of times I just I'm quiet. If I'm really tired, I don't talk a lot. You know, the the the, the thing is is that we do, We all we, have we, our moments. We, yeah, we do, but we talk about this all the time is that is that when when we're going fishing, we have you know, a, you're focused. A, you're focused on what you're doing. You know what I mean. I'm not trying to be rude to anyone. I mean, I always say good morning or you know whatever. But if I'm, if it, I've got I've got clients waiting on me at the dock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I, it, it's when I'm at the ramp. I mean, I don't have time to sit there and and, and BS for 10, 12 minutes. I don't. I hear you. you know, I mean, I I, I, I I got to go. Yeah, you're not being impersonal. No. It's just you're focused on your job. And then when right. I come in in the afternoon, a lot of times. Dude, I'm I'm beat, man. I'm telling you, like this last two He's weeks, grouchy. Kirk's getting yeah. old, you know. He's getting. getting I mean, I grouchy. came in. Get off I my lawn. I'm in. I fished. I fished. I'm impressed, man. in the mid sixties, and he's, he fishes for, harder than anybody I, that I know. I fished for eight hours yesterday, oh and when god. I hit that boat ramp at three o'clock, oh my gosh, dude! I haven't done, I haven't done an eight hour trip in I was, ten years. I was <laughs> I was done. I was I want to clean fish and go home. All right, before we take a break, let's go talk to Tom. He's got a he's a barbecue expert. Ooh, so let's uh, we're, we're all foodies here. So Tom, the pressure's on. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing this morning? Good. Good. I'm a I'm a uh, master judge with uh, the Kansas City Barbecue Society with Memphis in May, Florida Barbecue Association, and Georgia Barbecue Association. I just want to let y'all know there's a barbecue sauce out there that will knock your socks off. It's called Porkalicious, P-O-R-K-alicious, uh-huh. 
and it, it's a sweet and sour sauce, and it's done by Uncle Ray. It's hard to find. The only place you can really find it is the double-A uh, 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 gas down on, on 17, down near the mall. Mm-hmm. The double-A gas has a bar- – they, they have a big barbecue. Uh, they got all kinds of stuff in their barbecue. They got all kinds of sauces in there. Oh, I see it's it. It's pork-alicious. Yeah, Old Ray's Pork-alicious Barbecue. And they it, got- it's, a, it's, it's a combination of sweet and sour. A barbecue team about mm-hmm. – 20 years, about well, about 15 years ago, invented it, and they called it sweet and sour, and it has a little bit of hot to it and a little bit of sweet to it. It's uh, You and can it actually is, get it at, at Amazon. I think, yeah, you can get it at Amazon, yes. Yeah. Oh, $7.50 a bottle. I'll be doing good. Yeah, and hmm. it, is, it is out of sight. Uh, it's just a good combination to use on pork. Uh, you can use it on pork. You can use it on just about everything, so... Uh, that, that's my favorite sauce of all time. Now, you being the expert on this, obviously you're a lot better cultured in the barbecue world than we are. What are your top? <laughs> what are your top five barbecue sauces? Just curious. Barbecue sauces? Yeah. Mm. No barbecue. I, that, I don't care about sauces. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not, I really oh, want to no. know about sauce. I'm curious. Well, delicious being maybe your top top five. Number that's one. The, that's the only one I use, really. Man, man knows what he likes. Well, see, yeah, that's right. Now, see, yeah. I've got right, a couple. So, so, well, well, here's a better question. Okay. If, Tom, if you had to rank the best barbecue, when I say the best barbecue, okay, you can say right. fatty brisket, mm-hmm. Boston butt, uh, St. Louis ribs. I mean, give me your top three best pieces of barbecue meat that there is. Well, uh, in the uh, in the Kansas City and uh, Florida barbecue, you you judge uh, pull, uh, chicken, pulled pork, ribs, and brisket. I would say if the brisket is is done right, it's probably number one. But it's competition brisket now. It's not a big piece with a fat cap on it like that. It's just a nice slim piece of brisket that has a, a, a smoke ring on it and that type thing, and it is absolutely out of this world. Now the content, the uh, teams now doing a great job on chicken, and I think it'd be number two, and probably uh, I like pulled pork. Okay, so so it would be in that order. Yeah. See, um, for for me, everybody's different. See, for me, I love give me give me boneless, okay, chicken thighs. Sweat. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the top three. Mm-hmm. Give me fatty brisket. The point. Yeah. I'm with yep. you there. And then I would probably say, give me a St. Louis rib after that. See, I like a baby back. A big, fat, well, juicy m- baby the, back. Yeah, most of the teams now are not cooking baby backs anymore. Uh, they're going with St. Louis-style ribs because you've got a little bit more meat on them. Exactly. Uh, they fatter. Can, they Kirk cook better a little about. bit. <laughs> yeah, I do. And uh, now the chicken, when they turn chicken in, they are the thighs is what they are. And they are... They're they're round and they got a lot of uh, they take the skin off and then they put butter under the uh, on, on the uh, thigh itself and then they put the skin back on it and they cook it that way and and it oh, you're talking about some juicy meat Tom that's the one but, thing that I have kind of picked up on because I'll every now and again I'll do the uh, the binge watching of the Kingsford cook- cooking contest Gee, what a shot right everybody uses freaking butter mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean seriously that's like the, why, why that's the you? cooking tip yeah. that's the secret of but, barbecue nowadays is butter uh-huh. that's right. Because it's uh, it tastes good. Yeah, damn right it does. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Now I tell you something else that I do now. I'm a steak cook-off master judge. Mm-hmm. 
there's a state cook-off association in the United States now, and they have contests, and they uh, they they cook uh, a 16 ounce ribeye that's an inch and a quarter thick, and they get two of them. The teams get two of them, and they turn it in for judging. And you're talking about some steaks now that are mm. good. You would not believe it. A little bit. All right, uh, we, we, we can talk to you all man, morning. You, yeah, you but, need to call us back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you need well, to be we, like we, our we, official barbecue judge. Yeah, <laughs> but but try that. Try that pork delicious. I think you would like it. Now they've got all kinds of sauces down there. Okay, uh, right. that that teams have done, and and you just walk in there and look at all the sauces and everything. Kirk, and they Kirk got going to order us a bottle stuff. today. Uh, we 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 have got to run, Tom. Thank you, Tom. All Thanks, right. buddy. You're welcome. Awesome. awesome. Pork delicious. Pork delicious. Did you order one? No, I haven't ordered one yet. I'm looking at. I'm actually looking at it. Looking at the ingredients. Now looking he's shopping. Yeah. All right. 904-641-1010. We'll Probably don't back. have time. If you right. put, that's for next week, mm-hmm. we'll talk to Gary. We'll do weather. We'll do a tides, and we'll wrap things up right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right, let's get right to it here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We'll do a weather ties to and talk to Gary. Weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. If you want good barbecue, I'm just telling you right now, those top things of mine, they all can be found at the Bearded Pig. And I will tell you this, the beef rib is right there at number four with the brisket, the chicken, and the St. Louis-style ribs. And the Bearded Pig does the best barbecue in Jacksonville on some of the best sides you will ever have. Weather report for the next couple days. Today, west wind, 5 to 10 knots, becoming south, 10 to 15, 3 to 4 feet in the ocean. Tomorrow, southwest winds, 5 to 10, 2 to 3. Watch out for the thunderstorms. Monday, southwest winds, 5 to 10, 2 to 3. Tuesday, south winds, 5 to 10. Wednesday, southeast winds, 5 to 10. That's your weather report brought to you each and every week by the Bearded Pig. And a tides report brought to you by Angie Subs. And that's where the best French fries on the planet are. And if you haven't had them, trust me, you will not be disappointed. And get you a Peruvian or a Dr. Bang Scrippy or my buddy Joe. His favorite is the Philly cheesesteak. He swears up and down. He said they put a little sausage in there. He said it's amazing. I got to try that. I haven't had that one. Uh, the tides for Mayport today at 2.07 p.m. is going to be a low tide. That's a negative point one one. Tomorrow morning at 9.14 a.m., it's a high tide. That's a 4.92. And then tomorrow afternoon at almost 3 p.m., that's going to be your low tide there, a .08. That's your tide support brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. Don't forget they're closed on Sunday, but the Grom is open at the beach. All right, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Gary this morning. Good morning, Gary. Getting a little late call into us today. Yeah. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. Have you all ever tasted the dipping sauce at Captain D's? I think that stuff is incredible. <laughs> I've never eaten at Captain D's. I haven't been in a Captain D's in 15 oh. years. Really? They've, they've, they've got like a kind of mustard, sweet, sweet mustard kind of sauce. That... I've never eaten oh. it. I mean, either. Oh. No idea. Gotta oh, love delicious. the taste of polysorbate 80. <laughs> uh... Guys, the uh, what is your favorite uh, thing to barbecue non meat on a barbecue? Uh, oh, like veggies and stuff. Corn yeah, whatever, is so good. Whatever. Corn on the cob. I like a really good barbecue baked bean. A good one. There's nothing like a good bean. Sonny's has a good baked bean. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I like anything that's cooked. Well, to be honest with you, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like just cooked. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I'm not real picky. That's awesome. <laughs> but it's got to be good. I like anything cooked, Gary. Going <laughs> <laughs> on the grill, man. Yeah. We're going to eat this. You know what I used to hate? Slap some sauce on it. That might have been the greatest answer I've ever heard on this show. I like anything cooked. You know, <laughs> I just, don't care. Going on the grill. When I was a kid growing up, I used to hate. Russell Sprouts. I mean, just like nasty. Yeah. They're but still nasty. Tara does these oven roasted Brussels them. sprouts with the yeah. pink Himalayan sea salt and olive oil. Love them. And then the bearded pig has it as a seasonal side now to where they do these flash kind of cooking that fly. It's like Doug Wenzel said, it ain't your grandma's Brussels sprouts. It ain't. <laughs> And then they put this fresh shaved Parmesan cheese on mm-hmm. them. I do mine with uh, bacon, butter, and balsamic. And oh, I love balsamic. See, you throw in about 10 more ingredients and I maybe eat I'll eat it. A tablespoon of garlic, Disgusting. throw it in there and saute it, and then get them a little kind of crispy. Oh, my God. The other day, we had steak on the grill, and then we did the, the Brussels sprouts, and then she did them while I was talking about where she does it in the oven with the Himalayan pink Himalayan sea salt and olive oil. And then you, you get it to where some of those outer le- the outer lettuce pieces off of the Brussels sprouts are kind of peeling off and getting all crispy. Mm-hmm. And put them on a plate, and you just put that balsamic glaze over the, across the top of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a tough decision. Do I take a bite of steak or do I take a bite of Brussels sprout? I mean, it's that good. Uh, yeah. Hey, by the way, Not you were, that tough you were asking me the dates – for Rhythm and Ribs yes. in St. Augustine, and it's uh, Friday, October 15th, October 16th, and Sunday, the October 17th. And don't forget, the headliner this year for Saturday evenings is Travis Tritt. That'd be great. Wow. Tra- Travis like Tritt's playing at, at Rhythm and Ribs, man. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go rhythmandribs.net, and uh, you can you can get tickets to Travis Tritt, which is, which is amazing. And then uh, following him, Jeff, is the Muscadine Bloodline. What is that? <laughs> a band. A band. <laughs> oh, dear. Muscadine Bloodline. Bloodline. Yeah. That's a great a name for a band. Yeah, it's got a good little ring I would ring say to they're it. a little southern. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, think? Probably. Reckon? Probably. They're playing along with uh, Em and Otter's Jug Band <laughs> as well? No, but followed by uh, Davis and the Loose Cannons. That's uh, of course. Follows, yeah. Oh, uh, right. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good so. Lord. I, I, here's the thing. I'm real picky when it comes to ribs. They got to be cooked, right? Well, well, they got to be start. cooked <laughs> to a high level. Yeah, because I'm just here to tell you that the ribs I do are awesome, awesome, awesome. Logs as usual. The Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors. Mighty fine sponsors. Uh, don't forget about Welcome to Moe's Welcome Southwest Mo's Grill in St. Augustine, Steen Hatchie River Club, Angie Sub Strike Zone. Tire Outlet, don't forget the new location in Durban. Kirby Co-Builders, our cooking tip of the week provider. Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, CNH Marine Construction, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Shark Coatings, Coastal Equipment, Travis, Home Improvement Guy, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Claw Nolan Cadillac, Bearded Pig, Ring Power and Cat Rental Store, Stack M Storage, and the Nimnick Family of Dealerships. Congratulations to Nimic Chevrolet. Yeah. Three-time Dealer of the Year award winner in a row. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. And boy, stay hydrated. It's hot. (laughs) Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya.
That's great, Mark. <laughs> <laughs>